Hey everyone, we got a, oh boy, it's gonna be a fun one. Especially contentious bowl of dude soup today. Uh, we have sourced your comments. We found all your angriest comments and we're going to respond to them. It's not gonna be, I mean, maybe a flavor of comment show, but hopefully this will be a constructive conversation where we acknowledge some mistakes we've made. We tell you guys how we're going to acknowledge your, your uh, feedback and going forward, it should be a better show. So welcome to a very contentious bowl of dude soup. Is that why you brought beers? Yep. You set it up to be, like if you say something's gonna be contentious, it probably mm. will be. Yeah, will probably. Be. Well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta get views. Well, yeah, clickbait title. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> like bang that drum right off the top. Do people have a problem with that? Yes. Ooh. They, they do and don't. <laughs> All right, it's starting contentious. Uh, so one of the, well, we'll get into it in a minute. So this podcast has three sponsors, which is why it's going to be an hour and a half. Like, yeah, not quite. Yet. <laughs> one, I got two, two more down here, so yep. I can space it out. Uh, we got Blue Apron, Movement, and Casper are all sponsoring this podcast. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com soup. You can get 15% off your movement order today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash dude soup. And you can save 10% off your order with any mattress purchase at casper.com slash savings. Uh, terms and conditions apply and the special offer expires May 29th, 2018. So thank you, Casper. Just realized I need to go get my sunglasses. I was gonna say, do we need our sunglasses or watches? I think I'm the only one who actually needs them. Go, um, go get them. I don't have bones, any bones, I never bones, got bones any Bones is on the way. Yeah, Bones? Oh, Bones is doing bones? it. Bones? Hell yeah, Bones. His antenna. I don't think he knows where they are. They're He'll in, figure it out. They're okay. in the drawer. He he's won't a, find them. He's a smart dude. He'll find yeah. them. All right. Well, That's what I love about Bones. So smart. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's a smart old lesbian. And semen works. So there were... Well, we don't know that. Yeah, we'll wait we for the blood test that. to come back. Yeah, we should, we should get a paternity test. So it was a, it was a real quick, uh, real quick, like just a mayo spread of backstory. Uh, there was an unpopular opinions thread on the subreddit that turns out it's just an excuse for everybody who's slightly on the rooster teeth subreddit. Yeah, on the rooster teeth subreddit, it should be clear. Uh, which was just a dog pile of people hating on, uh, or or was like people just bagged up their grievances, and this is when they piled them all out on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, in there, though. And as usual, mixed with just blind negative criticism, there are nuggets of truth. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of wanted to um, get into those nuggets. Well, you said, why aren't people talking about me more? <laughs> That's exactly right, actually. That was that was number two. I was like, how can I make this all about me? And this is how. Also, this podcast is pre-recorded uh, since we are out of the office this week, which is actually something that relates to what a lot of the comments are talking it's about. true. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, I've, I've selected some, and I'm going to read them anonymously, so... If, uh, if somebody in the comments is super mad at one of these comments, I guess you can go to the thread and control F it if you're really that mad and yell at that person, but it's meant to be, it's meant to be anonymous and us responding to people, whatever. All right, so here's, here's the first comment. <clears throat> Besides having better cameras and microphones, there isn't really anything you release that hasn't been made better with increased levels of production. Dude Soup, Google Trends, and the new skits, none of them actually make the content better considering how much more time and money and effort is put into them. It feels like way too much effort is being put into the polish to the point that what got people loving Funhouse in the first place is disappearing. You're taking the cherry on top and trying to make the whole damn cake out of it. I can actually understand that. I wrote that, that one. <laughs> that was Adam. I think Adam was Adam. I was yeah. in those comments. So uh, I think that speaks to a misunderstanding or maybe a miscommunication about what we intended to do when we changed our production at the beginning of 2018. To be clear, you guys haven't seen that yet. <laughs> well, we should we should broaden this though, yeah. because like again, we don't want to keep this to be an internal circle jerk. But basically, uh, towards the end of last year, Bruce and Elise both made uh, identical posts on Rooster Teeth and the Funhouse subreddit about how 
we are just going to prepare you because in 2018 we're going to change some things because we almost died in 2017 trying to meet video goals and stuff like that. And we also want to explore some new things creatively and that meant less videos on the channel per week overall uh, with the hopes that it would lead to us being allowed to being allowed and afforded the time to produce more higher quality content. Yeah, we were... Uh... We, we were broad we in what we... We'll we didn't be, state specifically what things are for a lot of reasons. Trying you know. to be transparent, too. Like, that was the, the thing that I wanted to do the most with those posts was to warn you guys and basically let you know, like, hey, these changes are coming. We're going to be making less videos on the YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, ideally, they'll have a little more time to cut. They'll have a few more bits here and there, a live action bit, more Photoshops or less photo, whatever. Something that ideally makes the video a little funnier, but also we'll be making lots of big stuff this year. Um, and that is exactly why we are pre-taping this podcast, and it is not live, is because we are shooting something currently um, that we have been spending weeks and weeks of time on, uh, and lots of man hours, and lots of brain power, and all that other stuff. Uh, and this isn't the only thing we're doing this year. Uh, yeah. there, there are lots of, there are lots of yeah. big things coming up. Well, I think the, the misconception was, a lot of people said, what I've seen um, in the, um, what, what can be perceived as an echo chamber sometimes, as much as we're an echo chamber, yeah. as people have called this podcast and other things, uh, Reddit as a whole, or any sort of community can be an echo chamber, but the comment I see constantly over and over again is, this is what you guys, this was your goal to do more skits and these little bits, like absolutely not. No. That is that's a byproduct of giving the editors a little bit more time and saying, what would you like to do? And them saying, well, rather than just doing another Photoshop, perhaps we do like a little live skit, cool. But none of us are standing back and going, my creation is done. Look what we did. Wow. It's, that's done. Let's go write a script for five days while we have a little bit of breathing room. I, I, I mean, I think it's, it's a confusion over how things have been labeled, which I understand. Um, it, it, the community as a whole, by and large, just, I mean, again, we're mostly sourcing the subreddit mm -hmm. and, oh, yeah, and some YouTube comments. Yeah. There's, there's, I always like to remember that there is like a 60% audience member that just, they watch it and they move on yeah. and they don't like, they're not too invested. They don't watch everything. Like they're not mm -hmm. hardcore, but they, they just watch it and they don't care. And they don't, they don't even know about the less videos or the subreddit post or anything like that. But I feel like at a certain point, the community defined high production value as those live action skits. And that's yeah. just that's just inaccurate. That's not anything we considered it. I don't know if there may have been a miscommunication. Well, I don't read everything ev I get all it, of though. us here say. We said but we said, hey, we're gonna do some high quality stuff. And that was the next thing that happened. But so it, it didn't makes sense to connect. It, it didn't two. though, because there was live action stuff leading into yeah. right. things. I mean, there were certain bigger things that happened. Um, a lot of people talk about blue shift, uh, right? Uh, as like a thing. Holy shit. But <laughs> that um, was an accident. But I, I think that, for, so just to be clear, just so it's stated, live action bits in our videos is not higher quality content. Yeah. It's That's not what side. we think of it. It's it, like a side shift, basically. The, 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 the time we would have spent doing Photoshops and animations goes into live. It's basically an even trade. It's not, It's. I mean, speaking to a lot of the editors, it's not. It's no. easier for, for them. And and even though things have been loosened up, we're still under really tight deadlines, and there's no there's no end in sight. But we want to keep we want to keep the train going as long as we can stay on our feet, right? right? While also exploring other avenues of creativity. Um, that but like for speaking with editors and stuff that work on the videos, sometimes 
getting a Photoshop, animating the Photoshop, even if it's just stupid mouth flapping, like that ends up taking more time than if you just film someone on a green screen and then use it. Yeah. Um, and so, I, you know, and like Adam said, I think it's about allowing some people to flex their muscles creativity, creatively. We yeah. want them like, oh, I have this really cool idea for something. Like, instead of going, no, it's not in tune, go, you go back and you make a Photoshop. We're like, let's give it a try. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, we've, ne we've never considered that to be higher quality content. I think maybe in the, in the post that I posted, it was probably, I think that that was the way it was read, was that like, we're gonna have more time now for videos. So we'll be doing more live action sketches, more blank, more blank, yeah. more blank. And that, that may have been in like a little equal sign in between those two things. Yeah, yeah, um, I understand the inference that was drawn. Yeah. There's, there's a weird, and there's a weird thing here too where we're making, so the, the larger stuff that we're making, like it's coming up, um, and it's, it takes, like I said, it takes like hundreds of thousands of dollars and lots of manpower and all this other stuff that you haven't seen yet. So it's it's hard. I know it's really hard. Well, we also went through we went through it. an entire green sheet process yeah. where yeah, like we're no, greenlighting a show. Basically. Yeah, we, yeah, we basically like, had this big meeting at the end of 2017 where we talked to much more important people than us and said, "These are our dreams." And they said, "What can we do to make your dreams come true?" But we still have to go through the process and say, like, we want to do this and this. And they go, "Okay, well, you need to get this approved. You need to go through this. We need um, we need a one sheet here. We need a bible here." It's like. That's a lot of work. How do we do that? Well, do you guys want to scale back on your channel a little bit? Is that cool? Or we said, well, we need to scale back. And they said, fine. And that means you guys are creatively happy and you can work on bigger projects. Let's do that. So, Well, basically, it was scale back on content so that way we could create yeah, opportunities to try and work on bigger projects, too, is another thing. And, and to be clear. So, like... That's true. We, those, those projects hadn't been greenlit yet. There's, there's stuff yeah. that we've been working on that hasn't really been said, yes, we're gonna finish it. We're gonna get yeah. to get it to a point where anyone can see it. And that's, that's and it's, it's tough for us, because it's frustrating because like, you know, we, we all really love working for this company, but we're not gonna go, listen, it, like, I just spent the last eight days, I spent my whole weekend working on this thing, and you're not gonna see it because it hasn't been approved yet. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, sometimes it's just lost time. Well, it's, it's a weird thing that I, I know a lot of people, especially on YouTube, don't understand about production. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking down to you guys, it's more of like, there are things that we'll do in production that just don't get used. Um, and like, sometimes you'll produce a segment and you'll take two days to produce something and go, ah, oh, we had to cut it for time. That happened all the time when I worked on television. And that stuff happens here too, where we, we do stuff and we're like, you know what, we made a Photoshop, uh, let's just not air it. Let's just not air it, it's not, it didn't work in the joke, too bad. Mm. But somebody spent two hours on that Photoshop. Well, that same thing applies to much larger projects where we have to write for days or weeks. Uh, and then uh, somebody, as we're getting it greenlit, and as we're making the show, as it's developing, someone along the way in the process goes, we gotta cut that sketch. That sketch doesn't work because of you yeah. use this brand or because of it's not funny or because of mm -hmm. whatever, you know, whatever other reason. And you can sit there and go, but I spent yeah. two days writing that. Doesn't, go, matter. doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, and, and like, so. And, and we so, are in a whole new world. So that's the weird thing about, <laughs> yeah. I, I get it from the audience perspective. I totally get it when yeah, they say yeah. high production quality. And they're like, well, we see a live action sketch. I totally understand that because you haven't seen the big stuff yet. Yeah. Um, and the weird and true true part about this is you may never. We don't know if that <laughs> stuff will air. But we are working. Yeah. We are it's, not really, like we, it's not like 2018 ticked over and we're like, all right, well, yeah. kick up the feet. Because yeah. we're, we're literally doing that right now. As we speak, we are shooting a show. So I, guess, I, got, uh, so. I got tons of comments. Yeah. Okay. So I, just, I just want one last thing. Yeah. I just want to say, in 2017, I think 
the concept or the consensus with us was I didn't feel like this is that how I felt. You guys can agree or disagree. I didn't feel like we grew much um, creatively, and that's one of those things that I love about this job is that we're constantly challenging ourselves, do something more creative, and I think what I saw was a very scary thing of like, we can keep killing ourselves making this YouTube channel thing happening, but then you're looking at things like demonetization happening. We're like, this is scary. What's what's something bigger and better that we can do and at least try it? And like I said, if if we try this big thing and it fails, then I'll I'll happily just go, okay, we'll go yeah. go back to the normal day to day, but at least I tried something. Yeah. Um, this that goes for sex wing and anything else, but like there's no way we can have two failures. But if it succeeds, you better <laughs> believe daddy's buying a new Mia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I don't get anything yeah. extra. Uh, like, no, you so don't. Shit. You're not yeah. making any extra money. <laughs> 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 oh. yeah. All right, uh, here's the next one. Uh, Hitman Contracts is getting stale. Uh, the Funhouse live, TV live streams are great, but you guys should change the title of the stream when they go up. You guys are the only ones on YouTube gaming that aren't just a Fortnite stream. And then uh, first memberships aren't selling because they're only marketed as a watch a, watching a video slightly earlier. If I had known Full House and the Funhouse season of theater mode was a thing, I would have signed up six months ago. Um, so as far as the stale thing is going, I think we're already moving we're on. We're moving right on. We're, don't well, worry. That was easy. See, we're done. <laughs> there's, there's an inherent thing here too where like, and I've, I was talking about this before we went on the podcast, where a lot of people that post their opinions completely valid in doing so, yeah. but they only have that one opinion. Whereas we're on the other side of it and we see a hundred opinions. So while this person says Hitman is getting stale, totally understand, totally get it, but we've seen 2,000 comments that ask us why we don't finish games that we start. A lot of that too. You know, or why we don't like, why don't we just find a bad game and just stick with it? Just like play that, like. So, you know, when we went into the Hitman series, we actually finished one. We're like, that's it. We're going to be finishing Hitman at the very least. (laughs) We're going to be finishing these games. So, you know, it's, it's tough. And also, our production cycle isn't similar to like a Game Grumps. Like, the way it seems that they do it is they'll record for like five hours. They're like, we're going to play Ocarina of Time for five hours. Yeah, maybe we should experiment with that. It's impossible. But okay. I, think nice it, I think because they're better Let's Players. Mm. We make comedy videos out of it. We so also like, have meetings and the day's usually busted up by all number of events that yeah. prevent us from just sitting down. And yeah, but they'll go in and they'll be like, today is Ocarina of Time Day and they'll do five or more hours of Ocarina of Time. But then when they walk away from it, they have like episodes 35 through 68. They yeah. do, they, well, they do, like James has said, they do different videos. Though. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. We don't, you know, we polish a comedy video yeah, out yeah. of an hour long thing. Yeah. We, so. They're good. just, they're way more charismatic we naturally. Game Why can't we be we, Game Grumps? We could, yeah, I mean, we could. Let's just be Game Grumps, guys. Why don't should we, we just do that for a month? We do, yeah, we, we do. Tr- I mean, like, Funhouse does I game mean, there may be rooms for it. I think, yeah. I, but I mean, I think that's why it's cool to, to yeah. acknowledge people's comments yeah. and their opinions because it's like, okay, well, we're not going to change the whole channel. To be something like that, but maybe we can find this right game. And like Adam and I wanted to do that, I think with Dead Rising. Yeah. But then we can, we could not find a single other moment where we could sit down and just the two of us go play Dead Rising. It well, may be a little different now, but like Portal, we went like Adam yeah. and I played Portal Two, and that video did really well for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, we need to do it again. Yeah. Let's do it again. So we will at some point. And we yeah. always go, yeah, we should. And then go, oh, we got it. Funhouse TV. I can bo- I can book that stuff for you. Um, you can speak to the Funhouse TV stuff. Oh, right? yeah. As far, as far as the title goes, I have been trying to do that. Um, but, man, you'd be shocked how many little things are to click uh, when it comes to clicking that stream over. There's a title. There's a thumbnail. There's OBS. There's posting it on Twitter. There's posting it on YouTube. 
There's a lot of things. Um, and then making sure that like the lag is synchronized right because it's different hardware every time, which is a dumb thing that I decided to do. Uh, making sure the audio is balanced right in the room, which I'm, I'm getting there. It's basically like solving problems as they show up, is and then once they're solved, they're mostly solved. Is he saying change the title every time a video changes on Funhouse? No, no. I think it means the, when, live, the live When live Lawrence goes live or when live. we go live with it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely experimenting with that. And then this last part is really interesting about first memberships and how they're marketed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I, you know, I would agree with him. Yeah, yeah I would too. Yeah. I think we haven't been doing her. a good job or about they. them. Yeah. Him. We haven't been doing a good job of, of messaging the value of first, mostly because... I guess we don't know how to, like, on what avenues and in what well, way to say it. There's I'm, never really marching orders from Mr. T to say, this, this is the value first and this is what. We, we launch a show, we say this is on first and we try and plug it. But apart from that, yeah, yeah I guess we do need to standardize our, our messaging. Well, platform. I mean, I would also counter with we are not marketing yeah. for people. We, we are spo- we're supposed to be making the content and someone else is supposed to figure out how to market the product, you know? So... Yeah. Like I get it. Like, I, but uh, we if we don't like Lauren said, get marching orders and say these are the things. Like, it's hard for us to determine what is the most customer value centric aspect of something and then push that. And we also don't know what works really. Yeah. Because uh, we we make content, we make first exclusive content as it's ordered by Rooster Teeth, mm-hmm. and then we get mostly up until now, mostly anecdotal feedback about what works and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Nice. There's some, <laughs> some very sexy Rule 34. <laughs> uh, Funhouse TV is rolling in the background, by the way, which is uh, it's just amusingly um, kind of self-aggrandizing that we have our own content. All of our talking about our content. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of porno characters. Porno Ninja Turtles. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, here's, uh, here's the next content, or comment. As much as GTA was great at the beginning, it's, it's gotten really repetitive and tiresome to the point where I wish that weekly slot could be used for another series. This is the uh, most common comment that I think I see on almost a daily basis. And it's weird because every single day I read that comment, just so you guys know, too, when, when I read these comments on the subreddit, YouTube, whatever, I take them very seriously. Um, if there's constructive criticism, that's the time that I think to myself, huh, oh, interesting, I wonder what I can do with this. I don't just write it off immediately. Um, and so the GTA thing, every time it comes up, I go, maybe, and then I, go, and then I look back <laughs> at what the GTA video did that week, and I go, it's just as good as every other week, and if not, it's growing. And that's what's so weird about GTA is that I see this comment over and over and over. It's like, I'm tired of GTA. I think you guys are tired of it. I, it they're bad videos, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, it's, we're, we're so over it. But then every time I put a GTA video up, people watch the shit out of it. And, they, and there are so many comments on the video saying they loved it so much and they love this bit. And, all this, and a lot of our most memorable content comes from GTA. So it's a, it's a very strange thing that I'm, I don't know quite how to resolve. It's also kind of a be careful what you wish for type thing. G- we started playing GTA because it was the world's most popular game. To a degree, it still is. Uh, what's that going to be swapped with? Fortnite or Minecraft? Hmm. I mean, not that that's bad. We'll find a way to make it fun. That's yeah, the yeah. job of a content producer. But uh, maybe Red Dead 2 is kind of what I'm I can't wait. hitting my hopes on. Yeah. But uh, it, it's, it's the kind of thing, like Minecraft, it needs evergreen content. It needs community-created content. It needs stuff that we can source. Uh, so, yeah, it, you might get tired of GTA, but... It's good because there's so much there. So it's, it's hard to find a suitable replacement for it. It's our Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. It is, a, it is our Minecraft, for sure. Yeah. Also, just so you guys know, I love sitting down uh, and, and playing GTA because it's like, it, it is literally me sitting down with my friends and playing a video game. Mm-hmm. So I love doing it, and even though like we come up with bits or whatever, uh, I think it's just really fun. Uh, and I also love playing with you guys. That's another thing that, that GTA series brings that I don't think we do anywhere else yeah. on the channel. 
We don't play games with, with fans other than GTA, and I love doing that. And by yeah. fans, I mean the same 10 people who get yeah. in. Yeah. Well, that's, that's Rockstar Social Club. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, that was a broken thing from the beginning about how to actually get into those lobbies. Yeah. I see different, different names every week. Every single week. I, I don't see, like, I see the same four, you know, like Turbid. Turbid's the guy I see every yeah. time. Yeah. But that's because Turbid doesn't have a job or anything. So Aww. I think he has a job, but I'm not sure. Hey, I don't know how he plays with us every GTA time. He's a GTA tester. <laughs> <laughs> Test out all those maps. Okay, yeah. uh, this one's going to be real simple. Upgrade the face cam. We did. The Brio. But... Again. Like do it again? It's I guess technically so we use we use webcams yeah. for it. Now this I think this is also an example of the two like juggling two opinions. I get it. I think for a long time I've been like, man, it'd be so fucking sweet if we could just get a handy cam back there and do it. The problem is our setup is like so jerry rigged. Yeah. That like adding that element means now we have to spend three days trying to figure out why the frame rate is changing oh. at when it goes into OBS. Like, you know, because I've been saying forever, we got to be so sweet if we just had a tripod above the monitor and then we could do, like, film it really high quality. But then there's also the flip side where people are like, as soon as we shoot with a camera like this, they get upset because it's not, it's not the lo-fi basement tech that they're used to. So it's tough. It's tough to try and juggle juggle that, I think. If it were up to me, man, we'd have, like, DSLRs and shit on every computer. One, I think one time we did the when we did Let's Play Spring Break, they just had like a monitor with a GoPro on top. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but then the one day that GoPro doesn't work, yeah. or they, it starts drifting in the editors. We basically found a very shaky system. That's that it's the Jenga tower, but it's barely standing up, and we're like, let's just not play Jenga yeah. with yeah. it, you know. Well, we also did upgrade our, our webcam. Mm-hmm. It was like six months ago when the Logitech Brio came out. It's a 4K webcam. You can uh, only get the 1440p. 1440p at 30 frames, right? Yeah. Once it goes to 4K, then, OBS is hard. But then we also <laughs> noticed that when it's too dark in there, the frame rate drops. Yes. And then it becomes, everything becomes, like, like the shutter speed goes way down. Light compensation down. is really weird with webcams because it seems entirely software-based. And the brace for it is different. Yes. <laughs> and and so and now the cord it's like, is like so resistive that yeah, it shows like the webcam. Someone will <laughs> sneeze and then it'll shift oh, and then shit. there's no way to get it back yeah. to the frame. You're, so. you're getting an inside look at what we deal with every day. Yeah. We, yeah. And I'm not saying it's hard. It's I'm just saying it's funny. Trying to crimp it, a cord back it's into place. It's, it, we run a business, <laughs> right? But it's the shaky. It's a business. It's a car that has bandages on the side. And we're trying to keep it going, but it's a really good car. It got a lot of mileage. Yeah. It's like a '93 Civic. It'll, It'll never die. die. It'll yeah. never die. Yeah. It's got 400,000 miles on it. Yeah. And it still has the same timing belt. That's <laughs> great. Cracked, but it runs. <laughs> it works, baby. All right, here's the next one. This one's a little long. <clears throat> a couple parts to it. Uh, this is an opinion from an old fan that became bored with your content, so it may say something for you. Firstly, opinions seem dull. I rarely see a real discussion on Filmhouse or Dude Soup. You all seem to agree with each other's other slight no, and that is an interesting um, bit of typo. I want to hear Lawrence's offensive opinion and Bruce's naive viewpoint. Okay. Cool. Uh, secondly, the live shows and especially Google Trends are either cringeworthy or predictable. Google Trends is such a slow burn and it's so repetitive that I can't bear to even click on it anymore. Thirdly, I heavily miss you guys getting drunk. Drunk Souls and Mario are always fun to watch and I would love the occasional drunk video. I realize drunk videos must be a pain to film. Finally, I feel like you guys aren't enjoying yourselves as much anymore. This really pulls me out of it and makes me feel bored. I want to feel like part of your discussions and jokes. And the only way I feel the only, oh, sorry, and I only feel that when you are all genuinely laughing and enjoying yourselves. 
I sincerely hope you get back into your old content. Should we divide this up by question? Sure. I mean, okay. I think there's one overarching <coughs> thing for it, what though, the lack is, of that, is that, mm. I mean, for him, we are characters. Mm. Mm. And he just wants us to play the characters. Sure. Yeah. But the, the, the sad truth is that we have to juggle the fact that we are human beings who turn our personalities to about two ticks more than they are when the camera turns on for the sake of producing content. So, like, certain things that he wants from it are aren't possible, feasible for us because we have to go to an office every single day and work a job, you know? Yeah, it is... Uh, that was going to be one of the things that I say because the, the the you guys aren't having fun anymore theme actually comes up in a lot of different posts in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't I can't speak for anyone else. I can say for myself, it is it can be very difficult. Success. Uh, this isn't a mo money more problems kind of thing, but success does mean that more people ask more things of you. So if you have a good brand, then suddenly people buy your shirts, and that means you have to be in calls about shirts. You don't have to. You can just let it go, but if you let it go, then that kind of runs off on its own thing and it can damage the thing that you built or, or produce products that, that have your brand or your name on them that you don't think are good and don't want to be represented that way. So it's just the more, th- the more stuff that what you make is involved with, the more attention you have to pay to all that stuff. And that means that it can be very hard to go from a phone call about shirts to hang up the phone, have 10 minutes left to produce something that should have taken an hour to produce. And now you're real stressed, you hit go, and you sit down, and your mind is everywhere but mm-hmm. relaxing and having a good time with your friends because there was a lot of other work to do. And you just had to, nobody else, like the people on the phone call don't care. Uh, it's just about your job and, and what you have to get done. Yeah. I mean, I think part of that goes back to the 2018 shift, though. Is mm-hmm. I think we acknowledged that that was part of it. Everyone would be coming from a different meeting or a different call yeah. and then meeting in a room and be like, all right, time for demo disc. And it's like, like, I don't even know what Bruce was up to this weekend because I haven't gotten to speak to him like a friend and a human being all day because he's been busy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, there, that's... When it started, it was, like, you know, just kind of a thing that we did for fun. But now it is, it is a business, so you have, to, you have to film at 10.30 on this day every single time of the week. You know, it's not... You can't be fluid with it and stuff. Mm. So it's tough to resolve those, but I think that was part of the shift was to honestly try, and like Lawrence doing stuff like like 5 p.m. on on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm gonna hang out, and it's a no sweat, hang out, fun gameplay, and like, though, but those are the types of actions that we can take now, because the schedule isn't so demanding, and then I think it does free us up to feel more natural, and feel like, okay, I'm just gonna hang out on the couch and have fun with Lawrence for an hour. I can't. I yeah. mean, I personally can't do that. <laughs> make everyone very tense. <laughs> but other other people may be able to. So I think there's something like that. Yeah. Um, That's actually one thing I meant to comment on. Mics don't pick this up, but I constantly emit like a very high-pitched mm-hmm. scream is what mm, I would call sounds it. Sounds like Yanni. Yeah, I bet. You also yeah. stink all the time. I'm very uh, smelly. <laughs> this is also yeah, true. It's not true. Um, I think also the, the sense I get because I read... I thought you were reading a different comic because there were comments almost identical to yeah. that. But I think also people just get burned out on us. Mm. Yeah. And I think you just get, and this kind of goes for us. I think we get burned out on ourselves and each other when it's like, and, uh, it's a weird thing. It's like, it, people, it's like sort of my issue with heaven. We were like, heaven's great. You can do the, whatever you want for as long as you want. And I'm like, that'd get boring. Mm. And, yeah. and okay. I want to go to hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me some variety. And like, oh, this sucks. I want to go back to heaven. It's, it's a weird thing because like I always, every day I wake up and every night I go to bed, I'm like, I have an awesome job. I really like it. There are stressful parts about it, but I'm like, it's it's better than 
99% of the other jobs I could be having right now. And I really like this job, but I think there's just always some sort of fatigue, but it's weird. I kind of like the fatigue. I don't know if that makes any sense. It, it's like, I'm, I'm happy with my job. I really like it. And I, I guess, sorry if it doesn't show up in videos very often, because I think I'm just tired a lot. Maybe it's a thyroid problem, but <laughs> I, I don't know if it, I, even if it doesn't look like it, I'm having a lot of fun. Like I, I legitimately enjoy this job. I legitimately enjoy the people I work with and I like what we do. Um, I guess sometimes that doesn't always show. I don't know. I, I think mean, if, we're, if we're tired or like Lawrence ever yeah. coming from another meeting or you're thinking about something else. Yeah. And, I I, not. and, that, and that's sort of the weird thing too. And like, I think it's, it's how we all feel. I think when we get sick, like if there's so many other jobs people have where you can have a giant zit on your face, you could, yeah. you could feel fat and you're like, well, whatever, you know, that'll go away. But then for us, it's like, you have, you have one bad night of sleep and it's like, you got to do a video. You're like, yeah. okay. it's like, it's like, you can't fuck up in your normal life uh, to come into work because that's going to be captured in some way. So it is this weird added level of stress where, yeah, sometimes someone might get the vibe and be like, but rarely, I don't think any of us are ever like, hey man, I'm not feeling it today. We just head down, power through, and we're like, we got to get, we got to get work done. Something I see a lot of streamers complain about, which is, uh, and I'm not saying it's, uh, it's, it's interesting because I'm always like, uh, there are two sides to the coin, which is number one, they're a streamer. They, that was, they decided to do that. And now they have a business and they're al almost an obligation because that's what they're, how they're making their living. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I get it. So everybody's like, well, you're just playing video games for a living. And uh, I think they would say, and they have said that it's tiring to do a six hour stream for seven days a week or whatever, whatever they're doing. And it can be, they're humans too. Uh, and that's the thing that I think a lot of, maybe a lot of people don't know that if you start thinking about it from a human perspective, because we're not actors, we're not playing characters. We are, we are people who come into work and do meetings and talk on the phone and do a lot of other logistical bullshit in addition to shooting a comedy video. Uh, so we're humans. We get tired too. It <laughs> happens. There's also a, you know, we, we digest things that we are given, right? So whether that's a game uh, or a new type of game or whatever, like we digest it and then what we spit out is a byproduct of that. We've been doing this long enough now with so many episodes of so many things that we've seen. Like, you know, you, you can genuinely tell when we're surprised by something. There's like a video that I'm thinking of that we watched um, that oh, yeah. is a new type of, like oh, yeah. something we haven't seen before and it's obvious. It's obvious in the video and in the content that everyone is excited by it. And I, I it makes me laugh just thinking about it now. I'm excited to see what people think. Yeah. But like this is the yeah, yeah, yeah. those <laughs> those types of things still happen, but we don't have control over them. We we don't have people making games for us and for our content. So basically, everything is an adaptation of what's out there. Mm. And then it's like, oh, what about this game? Uh, it's another farming sim. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like how like, they're new? Is there something new here? Like, you know, the, people are were upset. I saw a little while ago that the WWE videos stopped. Oh yeah. Mm. And I was like, dude, we did everything. Yeah. Like it would now it would just be going and doing the same thing again. And they even uh, and they made some of the aspects of the new game worse, but it involved me going and rebuild. Like I was like, but that goes back to those it's not worth it. Those conflicting points where it's like, you do too much ETA, stop it. Yeah. And then they're like, do more of this thing. Yeah. Like, I guess at the end of the day, we're usually just for for the most part, we just do things we want to do. We're, and we're I'm uh, always trying to strike a balance yeah. there because the balance is really important. Like if we're tired of Hitman, that was one of the reasons we went seasonal with Demo Disc, Wheelhouse, whatever, is because 
we had done so many of them <laughs> so many weeks in a row that we were like, boy, it'd be great if we just had a change. We're not going to stop making videos for 10 weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll just change it. Yeah. And that's what we did. And actually, for me, it's kind of kind of fun because now I have to turn my brain on a little bit more. Because before when I was like, all right, this is the 130th demo disc. I know what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, oh, is this a Hitman or a Wheelhouse or a demo disc? Like, which one is it? Mm -hmm. uh, I love that. It makes it makes me feel a little more alive mm -hmm. when I get in there and sit down and talk about you know a bad video. Also, game. the hand job that I yeah, gave you. Well, the hand job always helps. That's, I always, uh, that's I always stab myself part of the grind. <laughs> does, does cocaine go through skin? <clears throat> cocaine? Does cocaine? Does cocaine like, go through cocaine? Yeah, powder well, cocaine. Well, they don't think so. That's how they wrote it on their gums, yeah. right? Well, yeah. But, but I guess the gums a, are different. The gums are yeah, gums like are open. Yeah. I was so, just thinking if you could like if you could chalk up with coke right. and then do, give a dude a hand job. Well, no, we'd, be, oh, we'd have you'd so have to, many more diseases. Cram it in the tip. Yep. Oh, or sting them, or right. if they had cuts on their dick. Yeah. Which they probably do because right. you give them a hand job with. Coke. It'd be easier to get the ball sack cut a little bit, and then you when you're yeah, doing you that, just tuck it in. Or I guess you just and then sew it up when you you get yeah Senior. one knuckle deep into mm -hmm. fifth base. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Okay. Do you have to do Uh I don't remember when we started. So yes, three probably three ten ish. Really. Uh, what time is it? 3.53. What time is it I where it was, you are? I thought it was more about like 3.30. <laughs> Omar, when did we start? I could be wrong. Yeah, it was definitely after 3.30. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah I, I just now. Boy, I thought so. I have a good internal clock. Here, I, there's, I got a nice one for you it's guys. It's Friday. <laughs> it's not Friday, it's Tuesday. That's that Stephen, look. I mean, that's Wednesday, Thursday. It was funny. Stephen before Stephen worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rotolo guy one. Uh, I wasn't supposed to read the names. I don't know why I even put them in this doc. It was mostly a separator. It's okay. Strike that. Sorry, right. it's not honest. Actually, not this honest. is a nice one, so it works out. Uh, in my opinion, while the amount and core quality of jokes and humor is still high and consistently enjoyable, whether intentional or not, it seems both a touch scripted and in places forced. In spite of this, Funhouse has been an integral part of my own adolescent journey, and in context of me leaving for university in just two to three months' time, I find it satisfying and even an honor to watch the channel and each of your personalities grow and develop in conjunction with my own. Subsequently, wait, this guy's hitting the thesaurus. Uh, I feel that it, it may be perhaps beneficial to begin to introduce more new and youthful faces and personalities with the view of giving yourselves the opportunity to pro potentially progress into other medias, that is, if you want to. However, I can't fault anything else. I can't thank you enough for the confidence and enjoyment you've given me over the past couple of years and look forward to more great content in the future. You don't like James' old face? Look at James' old face right there, huh? I'm Look younger that, than I've ever been. Beautiful old face. I'm the youngest one at this table. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been trying to work on that. I've been working on that for a little bit, actually. Real, wait, real quick, the beginning part. We don't script anything. <laughs> uh, that's another thing I saw in the comments a lot, where it was yeah. like, it's becoming too scripted. <laughs> I was like... Scripted. I mean, if I had a script, man, I'd feel great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think that what they're queuing into is that we have a flow chart oh, of yeah. our comedy that only has so many branches on it. I was gonna say, you mean our brain? Well, yeah, I mean our brain, but like, Scripts. yeah, where where we tend to go, yeah. like uh, as comedic partners and comedic individuals, we only have so many branches. Generally, you build more branches by working yeah. with different people or on different types of things, but we've been working with the same people on the same thing for a really long time, so you kind of only have so much, and, yeah. and if you've consumed enough content, then now you're like, oh, I know where this thing is gonna go, so I get how it feels. It may feel totally. scripted at sure. times. Yeah. I, yeah. I think also, there, I, I'm trying to read um, fan. Uh, what I think what they mean by scripted sometimes can mean planned. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. at least doing surfers versus skaters, oh. or anything like that. Yep. So someone will set up a bit. Or yeah. like Hitman. It's like, yeah. we know what the shot's gonna be. Yeah, but it's not like we printed up a script. No, I mean like anything, any jokes we make or anything. Like 
yeah, Lisa will go, I have an idea for, you know, night marchers, right? Oh, and then yeah. we walk in and she bought all this Hawaii shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, Hawaii. 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 And, and, and I go, what the fuck is this? She's like, put on these clothes and do that. And I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah. Elise didn't go, interior, day, funhouse yeah. office. <laughs> the boys are back from a long, it's like, yeah. we, we have no, we just go in there and go, what the fuck are we doing today? Okay, let's do it. It's usually us, us razzing each other. And then by the end, we all hug it out and then go back and do our own job. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think with stuff like that, especially we'd make a conscious effort to not share our if we have, if we're like, I'm going to say this thing about Adam today. Oh, I'm not going to say, hey, Adam, I'm going to say this thing about you today. Yep. You know, like, or if Elise is like, I want to do Canada gameplay. She, as an individual, goes to us as individuals and says, what do you want? Like, I didn't know necessarily who was, everyone was going to be until I was putting the tattoo on Bruce's back <laughs> <laughs> for him right before we were about to start. Yeah. And so, like, there are, like, all those aspects of things where... I don't know, did you guys, do you guys saw the uh, the werewolf, Teen Wolf costume before I came out? No, I didn't know that would happen. Okay, so like I, stuff like that. I, I think, no idea. Well, the thing is like, I'll see stuff like that and then I'll actively try to ignore right. it because... Yeah, yeah. I'll catch it out of the corner of my eye and be like, yeah. my, my brain will immediately snap together. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But then I'll, I'll try to erase it just that'll, so to... That'll happen throughout the day where we'll have discussions and I, my brain will say something and I go, save it. I, I want to say that later in a video because I don't ah, want to repeat myself. Okay. Yeah, I, I do agree though that if we did get together and we all discussed and we we're like we're going to do this bit, it would never probably be as good as whatever we came. I feel up very with very forced. Feel right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of forced, ad read. This podcast is sponsored by Blue Apron. Uh, if you're not familiar with Blue Apron, they ship ingredients by mail, but all the ingredients are pre-portioned and pre-bagged. And uh, the shipment also comes with a recipe card. So essentially it says, here are all the ingredients you need. You take them all out of the bags, you chop them up, throw them in a pan, and you've got a delicious dinner, home-cooked meal, ready for you for about $10 per person per serving. Uh, you can enjoy delicious meals like popcorn chicken with sweet chili cabbage slaw and cumin-spiced wonton noodles with vegetables and peanuts. Which, yes, they do have vegetarian options if you're into that. Uh, on the table in 30 minutes or less, uh, and because Blue Apron has been such a consistent sponsor of this podcast, I mix it up by throwing in some cooking tips of my own. A while ago, I mentioned that my, uh, my uh, cutting board was slipping all around the place. Well, I finally did it. Uh, so a lot of people actually came out of the woodwork, pun intended, to say that if you, roll, if you put down a dishcloth, it prevents it from slipping around. They were absolutely right, but I did one step better. I'm not content to settle with the comments on the internet, unlike what this podcast would suggest. I got one of those... Uh, those like non-slip mats that you usually put in a drawer so that like a, a cutlery tray doesn't slide around. It's for your dentures usually. Yeah. Oh, is it? Well, I'm using it for a cutting board, and that that has not moved. Uh, so I'm living in the cutting life right now. I'm on the cutting edge, you could say. The cutter of boards that don't slip around. Yes, I am a hero. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all. So uh, get, get go to Target and get one of those things for your cutting board, and and you'll be flying high. My other one has little rubber feeties on them, so neither of my cutting boards, of which I have two because I'm a professional chef now, slide around. Big is your you can cut. You can clap. It's fine. Oh, yep. He's the only kitchen with two islands. <laughs> <laughs> I live on one. I just scream. I perch on that thing. Uh, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free. It's basically like 25% off. You sign up for a month, three meals. Uh, at blueapron.com slash soup. Uh, that's blueapron.com slash soup. Check out the menu. First three meals for free. Thanks for the sponsorship. Blue Apron, thank you for all the delicious meals. I made harissa chicken. I figured out that harissa is just what, um, like, is American branded as spicy Southwest. 
Because every oh. time I had it, I'm like, wow, that just tastes like a Dorito that they would call Southwest flavor. Isn't it a Mediterranean thing? Maybe. I thought it was. I don't know. I could be wrong. Hmm. It came with uh, Labna. So yes, probably. Yeah. You dipped the Labna. <sighs> okay. Uh, oh, I like this one. This is one of my favorites. Uh, I really can't think of anything other than getting rid of that damn white table in the Dude Soup podcast. <laughs> I have to turn my brightness down on my TV anytime I watch it because the white is so disproportionately bright compared to everything else. Maybe it's just my shitty blue eyes, but brown or black would be way nicer to view. Uh, yeah, we went with this one because it's round. Uh, it's about the right size. A little, a little tall. Let's, let's be honest. Hmm? It was available. That was, it was the yeah. only thing you had. Did you take it from the kitchen? Yes. No, well, there was a bigger... Yes, actually, wait. No, this one... There was one in the kitchen. It was slightly bigger than this one. This one we stole from the lobby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they have re since replaced it with IKEA furniture. So. I, I will say this about us I in general. I just keep stealing is, stuff that we're replacing. Then I can take this that. This is too. a critique on us. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. Um, but it's we're constantly making things, and no, there, we know there's no one's job here is to stop and go. Let's make this place beautiful. There's never time. Well, that's what I mean. It's like this show hasn't stopped since we launched. That's so what I mean. Funhouse what am I supposed to redo everything. Funhouse is the Honda Civic of the internet, where it's like Omar's killing himself. We just go, you know, man, it just works. And like mm. I'm, and it always drives me a little nuts because you guys, Civic. you guys know me. I'm always like, how can we make things better? And it's like there's just never any time to like make things better. It's like you need a week off to do that. So when we're like, hey, we're gonna shoot a thing out here, we don't spend the time researching a table and then buying it and then expensing it. It's like. What's available? I'll just put it out here. I don't know. Put a, put a blanket on it, I guess. I'll make it work. That's the weird part about YouTube like content or streaming content or whatever else. You're making it daily, almost hourly at times. Uh, yeah, there's no time to stop. It just kind of keeps going. And we we have actually tried to build in time this year to stop and like take a little break. Uh, but then we ended up filling up with other projects. So. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> something, something I didn't think about was uh, one of the high quality things that we intended to be a high quality production was the Tiberius method. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was something we hadn't really done yeah. before. That's a good point. And so that is something that I thought of that when you were just saying that. That, that is something that we have done that comes out. That's but right. I know it's for a very small group of people, but it's still a way to flex our muscles creatively in a different way. And that was way. really fun. I'm, I'm very. And, Proud really of how that choked. That, yeah. That's a really tough one though to sell to yeah. an audience. No, and, yeah, I get like, that. Like, yeah, oh, poor us. So we did a thing. But like, <laughs> um, one thing you didn't see was the weekends and many hours, James and Elise and myself and Lawrence and yeah. like Bruce, like we all, and Omar and Bones and Jacob, like, and uh, even people in, uh, in Austin who were like, yeah. like Patrick Matthews and everyone like busting their asses to get this thing done that. 500 people saw yeah. whatever and it was like it, it's just funny to like tell the audience hey we're doing these things so we can make a, a live show for a very small audience yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and well, like, that sucks from from their perspective i could see how that sucks. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like you're like your videos you're not doing as many videos and i perceive them as worse now and you just did a small show for some yeah. people why would you do that it's like so i don't kill myself <laughs> i get like so so i want to try <laughs> oh i just fun. like yeah i was like i've never produced a live show like that before let's let's do it um, yeah, I, I there was one point because that was shortly into the new year, and I think I think I came into the office fourteen days in a row. Oh, I'm sure you did. I think I came yeah. in fourteen days in a row to the office to work on that stuff for that. And uh, and at some point, I closed Premiere and then looked at a YouTube comment that was like, "Man, they're really taking it easy." Like, so, like it was already like <laughs> starting like, and this was just obviously a troll because. Yeah. Nothing had changed by this point. They were yeah. like, and I was like, I looked at it, and I just went back. I was like, <laughs> 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 uh, 
One thing uh, I, I should I should say to the audience that I think I, maybe maybe you'll, you you understand now or you'll understand in the future or whatever is that we're trying to do different things because it helps us creatively. So mm -hmm. think of it as it's like let's say you work in a normal job like a desk job or whatever data entry and you go home and you're like I love my hobby. My hobby is to blank build models, uh, write a novel, whatever. Run a that's, YouTube channel. Run, yeah, yeah, run a YouTube channel. Um, that's the kind of thing that we wanted to do outside of the normal stuff that you see. We wanted to sort of branch out and try something uh, either larger or just different or whatever else uh, as somebody who is creative. And I, I believe, firmly believe, that everybody is creative in some way. Um, and when you don't, when you, when you feel like you're getting stale in your creativity and you want to move on and grow a little more, then it starts to get really like, uh, you start to get antsy about it. And that was something that I think a lot of us felt. Um, and that was what this year was for, for us to try and grow as an audience. Yes, show it off to people, but also to do it for ourselves so that we feel like we are growing as artists and as creatives and as people. Um, so hopefully that adds, sheds a little more light on what we're trying to do uh, besides just you know look at porn. Basically. <laughs> I'm looking at this old demo disc where yeah. something happened with a webcam got yeah. lost. Oh yeah. And Joel drew himself <laughs> as a saint. <laughs> that, uh, we we uh, used to be yeah. funny. I forgot uh, about that. I don't know. That's that's art through adversity. Yeah, yeah. well, that, at its I mean, finest. We we I think we introduce a lot of adversity onto ourselves because we know that sometimes the results are kind of like that. So yeah, when it comes to using a webcam, oh dude, that is is like the the cord is frayed and there's sparks flying off of it. We're like, it's fine. Well, like demo disc, we uh, you haven't maybe the episode's gone up. No, they no. haven't seen it yet. But we we talk about it how much we're just adding new problems yeah, onto it when it's like, I, like this virtual box workout. Okay. Yeah, trying to get oh, Windows. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You yeah. thought that running games on Windows XP would be easier. It's, well, and it's like it's like oh cool it runs. Well now it's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like. Now it's, you just got to the next problem, which is even harder. Yeah, but it adds for hilarity, so whatever. Uh, speaking of problems, this is, guys, we did something very bad. Uh -oh. Oh, man. I can't, so I can't I tell if this comment is being tongue-in-cheek. If it's being tongue-in-cheek, it's very funny. You were all very unkind to Sugar Pine 7 by littering their carpets with splinters <laughs> and shards of demo discs over a number of years. I hope you're all fully aware of how out of order that was. It's gotta be a joke. That's a has joke. to be That's a, a joke. joke. Gotta be a joke. Did we, we didn't clean that up. Did someone vacuum in there? Yeah, we absolutely cleaned it up. Like, 100%. I like. I actually had the. I well, we didn't. I asked the janitor to vacuum yeah, yeah. before they moved in. Yeah, the shards are gone. But I mean, we also cleaned up those. We moved those shards. Uh, I I picked them up and put them in the trash. Ooh, so, we could have sold those. We By could. the way, they yeah, like they that idea. No one, no one sees it on it. Oh, that's a great. They idea. did. They did more to that room in three in, days. In three days than we did in three years. <laughs> Scrapes that vape off the like wall. Like, I, yeah, I, I, went in, I went over there once to like, to see, like, like I think a, a package showed up for him and I went to drop it off and I opened it and just smoke hit me, yeah. <laughs> bright neon light. And I think I, I saw, know. I think I saw like two pigs having sex. I wasn't sure. <laughs> and I had a tank in the back. Yeah. I just shut it and yeah. I, oh. There was just a large Gentleman in the back he didn't say a word. Yeah, yeah. he's just sunglasses on. Yeah, you know, like a pig carcass who's just carving stuff just off of it. A red velvet. It up. That has to be a joke. It's a joke. It's a good joke. Yeah. Um, sorry if we're being flippant about your honest opinion. All right, here's the next one. Um, so this is in response to asking for feedback. Don't know to be honest. I mean, you guys have put out awesome free content for the last five years, so I don't really have any reason to complain. But I think you guys should try and either become more personable with the audience. It feels like now you guys just come to work in front of a camera and put on your funhouse persona, then go home and maybe show some more outside of the workplace stuff because at the end of the day, we watch Funhouse for you guys, not the games. 
Like the dumb Adam Kovic videos where he reviewed that shitty Iron Man glove or something. That video is the kind of dumb personal shit that is missing from your videos, but it's awesome because Adam clearly had fun uh, wanting to make it and showed in the vid. Also, uh, mental warning, this one's a little long. Also, uh, I think maybe what's starting to happen is that you and your audience don't know what it wants or is. You guys are all early 30s living in LA working for a successful business whilst your audience are, and I'm guessing, 15 to 22 yeah, year olds from 30s. around the world. So it's going to be hard to relate or please everyone with your content. I think it's just a natural process too. IMO, you guys, <laughs> you guys clearly do have a lot of fun, but I think you've maybe got lost a bit in the creative process and business of it all. I think you guys should only put out content you want to make because it will show in the videos. Hope you guys read this, TLDR. Drop your shticks you've fallen into and fuck around with your content that you're passionate to making again. Feels like you guys are being forced to make content you don't want to make. And the very same thread, that thread, I saw so many other comments saying, we want more video games. Hmm. So that guy's like, we want more of you. And I saw other ones like, we want more games. Yeah. And so there's, there's a balance. <clears throat> well, there's a balance. Also, the, the video he's referencing, Adam just did on my personal, on his his own personal channel. channel. It was not for fun. It house. wasn't a fun house thing. Yeah. And so it's weird. I think it I think part of the problem too is that I don't think any of us were like, you know what I want to be? An influencer. <laughs> like most of us were like, we like to make things. You know, for a long time I worked behind the scenes in production more than I worked in, in front of a camera. And so just because of the nature of the content that made us successful, now it's like, oh, well, we should be influencers. So we should be doing vlogs about our our weekend beach parties and stuff like that. And it's like, eh, I would, I would, I would rather prefer just for myself. And it, I'm not saying that the person's wrong, but for me personally as a human being, I would rather have my weekend and go to the beach and just quietly enjoy it with myself and my friends yeah. and then not feel like I have to share it with everyone else. Not have to mortgage every yeah. part of your waking life. Yeah. Well, they, they brought up the point about the audience, like not knowing what the audience wants or not. And, and they're right. The audience is very large. Uh, mm -hmm. There are millions of perspectives. Um, and, it's, and that's our job as the audience gets larger to try and figure out what everybody wants, what the broadest audience wants. So along the way, we're not going to please everybody all the time. It's just part of it. Um, Speak for yourself. Um, but at the same yeah, 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 yeah. time, but at the same time, uh, I I think Adam was making those like sorts of videos sees. on his channel to sort of please those people that really wanted to see more Adam. That makes a lot of sense to me. I was streaming Zelda because if you wanted to see more of Bruce, I don't know why you would, then you would go and watch me play Zelda for hours on end, which is stupid. But um, again, it's like those are things that if you wanted to, you could pursue them. Uh, we, when we have time, we try and do them outside of work. Uh, but not always. Like James said, sometimes we just want to have a weekend where we're not, yeah. where we're, we're just like this. Well, I think the implication is that in our work hours, we just hang out and go to the beach. Uh, the thing is, yeah, we, I, uh, yeah. we, have, we have productions that are sold. We can't just walk away from those. Yeah. Um, and, oh goodness. Uh, <laughs> and uh, back in the golden era of YouTube when you could get away with pretty minimal blurring. Um, what is that? That was that clearly, was, that was not, not blurred. It has been blurred right. <laughs> God, what, what did this? I blame yeah. Joel. Swol no, this I, is Joel. This I is a Lawrence thing. This is a Lawrence. Yeah, okay. This is, uh, Joel hey, did this. I'm not, Bruce cleared it. I did, I cleared it. In this was back when YouTube was okay. Yeah, you can get away with a lot of that. Oh yeah, and the Diana Ross fan was really deep into those uh, Rule 34 boards. We interrupted. Yeah, Sorry. well, it's, it was worth interrupting. Um, the, and this is, again, 
I guess, fucking victims of success or whatever. A lot of our productions are now booked through the end of the year. You can't step away from oh. them. Um, so we, there, there is no chill out to a certain point. You can't, once you accept a certain load, it's on your back. It's a business. You, yeah, you don't get to shuffle it off unless, unless you hire more people and tell them to do it. Uh, but that takes a long time. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of pushback when it comes to hiring on people because a business is a business. There's tax implications and headcount and all that oh, stuff. Oh, maybe this uh, Giant horse cock. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's always shaped like a, like a tube. I, I forget. Uh, we, we got a little distracted. Was, <laughs> no. was he saying... He's saying that... Uh, we don't know what our audience wants? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no. I, think, I think he's talking about the disconnect in, in demographic. That, that okay. we are... As we get further away from having a shit job with low pay and playing video games as an escape, uh, it becomes harder to then empathize with... Is there more dicks? No, it's just um, two yeah. Dragon Ball dudes. <laughs> it becomes harder to uh, empathize with the audience and then make content that they can feel like they resonate with or that yeah. they're close to us in a life circumstance or a, a personality. Way. I think that's fine only because I'm a, I'm a firm believer in just making what you want to make, smell that whether people like it or not. Uh, because that will ultimately bring you happiness as opposed to mm. trying to please the audience. So you, you don't want to go down that route because you can't, A, a you can't please everyone. And at the end of the day, you can only really please one, maybe two people at a time. <laughs> You're some kind of Superman. <laughs> I can't imagine that. But. I only have one mouth. Ew. I don't know. There to was, talk, to speak to the audience was, with, the, uh, to the make bubble, the jokes that they laugh really at. Disgusting. What? Uh, okay, so this one, this one's out of all of them, probably the most mean spirited. Nice. Uh, I immediately click off any video with Chad. Y'all joke about how much of a surfer bro he is. Uh, just great because that is exactly what I picture him as. The dude isn't funny and rarely provides useful content. That brown dude from that zombie show, on the other hand, is hilarious. Love him. Chad from Screw Attack? Yeah, I yeah, think so. Oh, Chad. He's from all surfer? two videos he's we got. Texas. He's yeah. a yeah. skater. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he's actually from LA. Oh, is he? He was born in LA. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't it obvious? I thought he was from Texas. Craig lured him out there. Crazy. How about this? Lies. We love Chad. Your opinion's wrong. We're going to keep him coming on as much as possible. I want to put him on again. I yeah, actually, I actually really like Chad a lot. Chad's a great guy. Yeah. Um, and I, his and ass off. He's too. pure. For, uh, and, and almost always when you see people on and you're actually, like, I don't like Chad or I don't like Rahul or whatever, we just like hanging out with them. Yeah. So we like having them in. Um, and so screw a tech hopefully, hopefully you noticed that when we were playing with people. Hopefully you noticed that we're all like happy to have somebody new there, uh-huh. and like they add a new dynamic, and so we sort of can bounce things off of them. I don't know. I, there's, there's a lot of people that we've worked with that as soon as you hit record, you're like, I don't recognize you anymore. Um, Why did you change? Yeah, yeah. But Chad is very natural. It's just Chad. He's just Chad, and we like Chad, <laughs> and he is he is a skater. <laughs> and we admire those attributes in him. <laughs> we can we can also move but, ahead because only because he hasn't been in a video in a year. Yeah, that's a long the thing. Time. I think well, that's my that's a, my problem. Let's get Chad back out yeah. here. It's strange you picked that one. We out. Got E3 coming up. Maybe we can. Oh, oh, get Chad. Chad's coming back. Chad's uh, coming back. Redditor, big one. You might as well hit the bricks. <laughs> Double down on Chad. <laughs> it's now a Chad channel. Uh, here's the next one. If I get the impression the next minute will be filled with jokes about cum, pussy juice, ass sweat, etc., then I'll fast forward a few minutes. It was funny at first, but I'm over it now. Start fast forwarding. Uh-oh. You better stop <laughs> watching television and movies and all sorts of things. Flashback to 10 minutes ago when we were talking about putting cocaine on a dick. <laughs> I, I, was like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what... Sandpaper gloves, so you cut up the skin so the cocaine can get in. I want to know what they're watching. Are they watching Big Bang Theory? Well, so I have a theory. Um, I think when I read that sort of thing, I get like... I used to listen to Muse, but then I discovered they were just too predictable. Like, mm. no no offense, Redditor, but you it kind of reads like you were 13 and you thought... 
Pussy Juice was really edgy. I see. Now you're 18 and you're like, but have you read Tolstoy? Maybe in 20, <laughs> 20 years you'll wrap back around. You're and stop assuming. Oh, well, I think. I, am, I, am. I mean, I think we can admit that that stuff we acknowledge as lowbrow. Oh, of course. Like it's yeah. lowbrow, but it's so childish that that's what we find funny about it. Yeah, like, that, that's like, the point. like that's the best I could come up with. And then that's what's funny, and then that self-perpetuates us doing it to try and out-lowbrow each other. Yeah. So I get it. It's not good. It's yeah. not good comedy, but it amuses, in terms of us being naturally ourselves, it amuses us to see how bad we can be at these jokes sometimes. I, I'm, <laughs> I am actually with you, sir, uh, in a way, because like there's content that, like as a kid, I was like, oh, Blazing Saddles, the fart jokes are so funny. As an adult, I'm like, oh. A fart joke, but then as I got older, I'm like, that's eh, just funny. Well, but see, like, because they knew what they were doing. Well, there's a juxtaposition there because Blazing Saddles is written very cleverly, it's yeah. very funny in general, and then they also have fart jokes. Same with the rest of developments. Like, they have some of the best writing on television, and then like Martin Short gets thrown by a heavy man, yeah. right? Trust like, me. Yeah, like, and so that's that's not clever. That's just physical humor, and it's funny yeah. and stupid. Anus tart. They do a great job um, of doing <laughs> tart exactly. Yeah, I, I I guess we never go out of our way to make those jokes. It always devolves into that. <laughs> Yeah, never say no. <laughs> uh, sorry if that offends you. There, there is a really smart term for luring people in or getting people on board with like really base humor and then hitting them with something really high. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but somebody said that we were Fun masters house. at it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that compliment, whoever you are. You spit a little bit. I have an honest one here. No unpopular opinions. You guys are great. <laughs> don't look for it. It's anonymous. Can I just say this so far has been a lot cheaper than therapy? Yeah. Um, For yeah, them, it has. Yeah, it's yeah good. we're getting paid to do it. Well, no, kind of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on the clock. Bruce worked it out. I'm garnishing. <laughs> I'll, I'll put this in on uh, <laughs> my time card. Our <laughs> uh, therapy. This is uh, the next one here. We kind of already touched on this one, so we don't have to linger on it too much. Uh, I would rather have the editors go crazy overlaying pictures and clips on you guys talking about the normal setting than the bits filmed in post. I'll peak hitman. Wearing costumes during a let's play is hilarious. Someone pulling out random props and making you participate in their joke is also awesome. The clips foamed. The clips filmed and post detract from whatever it is that makes Let's Plays enjoyable, IMO. Uh, I can speak to this one a little more. Yep. Um, there are lots of creative people here at Funhouse besides us. So if you don't see them all the time, that doesn't mean they're not working their fucking asses off. And it's one of those things that I love. Uh, the more that I do this job, the more I love hearing what their ideas are and what they want to do. Uh, and I've, try I've actually, me personally, tried to set a goal for myself where Every time someone says, I want to do this thing, I don't, I don't just immediately say no. I, I, I want to try and figure out how to make it work because um, just like we want to feel creatively fulfilled, everybody else wants to feel creatively fulfilled. So that's a lot of the times an editor will suggest, oh, I want to do this cool live action thing. And all of us are like, yep, you just tell us when and we'll be there. Uh, and that's, that's ideally what we're looking for there. I think also something we've noticed with the people that work here is that like, you'll be like, oh, I want to do this creative thing for this video. And we're like, okay, go do it. And you know whether or not it makes the video better is, is kind of a moot point because then the next thing, that's, that's like a small test of confidence. And then the next thing gets even better. Ooh. So like a lot of times it'll be like, oh, well, they, like they, we did a live action thing or tried something completely different with the Photoshop in this one or, or something. But then the next one is like, oh, and now you're confident because you were able to try this one and you do something even better. So, or you know you, you can come forward. When you, ha when you work with people who know that they can come forward and say, I have this idea, you're always going to get way better ideas than if people feel like they can't share their ideas because it might get shot down. There are yeah. lots of humans here. 
and we want to make sure they're all happy and fulfilled. We and love those And a humans. couple non-humans, too. Well, who are we talking about? Guess who? Uh, uh, Gorgon. Oh, Gorgon. I love that guy. Good old Gorgon. Did he get out of his cage? Uh, you, mean, you mean his desk? <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you come <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're not supposed to self-harm. Spasm. Oh, hello. This is, this is why we do we the show that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Those are heavy boobs. Pretty sure. Yeah, Kate Archer's, she's a thick woman. Hmm. Uh, okay, here's the next one. If James. How did you know that name just out of nowhere? What? How did you know Kate it's Archer? From... It was the file name, and also Bruce loves No One Lives Forever. I do? Yep. I do. World's number one fan. Oh. You have a superpower, my friend. <laughs> uh, seriously, did you just remember? I don't know. Oh, okay. There, I have no there was idea. a file name on the screen. Oh, but. remember the spools stuff? Because spools corner or whatever. Oh yeah. Because yours showed up four hours <laughs> late. late. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, because when you go on death, uh. <laughs> <laughs> those are always fun. To uh, All right, this is the next one here. If James, in his unhinged racist rant, said half the things about any other race than white. He'd have been fired and blacklisted. His apology wasn't even an apology, and you know he still has uh, his unhinged racist ideology in his heart. Wow. No. You what know I'm racist against white people. What is that even? What is this rant that you were? What is They're referring mean? to the, the, Kingdom the Kingdom Come podcast. Oh, boy, that still sticks in people. Hmm. All right. Well, first of all, never forget. I've absolutely been racist with way other races. <laughs> yeah. A ton of them. Yeah, that's true. Black Mark Twain. A ton of them. Which is not racist. So you don't know the shit I've gotten from other groups. I wanted to say it before you did. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, love I, hearing when people say, oh, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, if, you, if you're a, a Caucasian and you feel marginalized, welcome to the party. <laughs> that's, that's normal. It stings, don't it? Um, I, it's one of those things where I've, I hear people say, I know you feel this way. I've read this comment a hundred thousand times about a bunch of different things. I know you feel this way even though you said something different. How in the world do you know? How do you feel that? You've never even met me. Maybe if you came and talked to me and known me for 10 years, you might know. Maybe. But there, that's, a, that's a thing that I see a lot of people say and I'm always like, I don't know if you really know that or not. Huh. I can't even say that about some of my closest friends and like my family if I'm like, I know you thought that. If they didn't think that, and they tell me they didn't think that. I got to believe them. Yeah. So also, just so it's clear, I'm not racist. My wife is white. <laughs> and a woman. But every every time you lay down as far as bed, you look at her and just go, "What if? <laughs> what if? What if you were just a little bit better?" I mean, well, here, let me tell you guys a secret. You can marry somebody who isn't white, but that doesn't mean you have to stay with them, and you keep that card forever. So. I don't think I think it makes you look worse. It's stamped on you. You're the racist. It's stamped on my driver's license. I get to say whatever but I want. She left you because you're racist. Yeah, it's true. See, hmm. now it makes sense. Now it just clicked in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've been so racist. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I'll, I'll go to I'll, I'll put on a sandwich board and go to South Central and apologize. Don't do that. You should. <laughs> All right. Plot point: Die Hard Three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Best movie, which is why I thought of it. Me, just now. Uh, here's the next one. This one's a bit of a long one. Ooh, it's real long. Okay, we'll do this one and then get an ad read after it. Funhouse TV. It, actually, this is a really interesting... There's a lot here, so a lot to unpack. Sure. Funhouse TV started as a great idea, but in my view, it soured the community quite a bit. Looking through this thread, and one thing keeps repeating itself. People prefer the old content to the new content. Have I, having a 24-7 streaming backlog of their quote-unquote good content basically serves to remind people how good they used to be. I put that in quotes because I still find the group hilarious. 
Not only that, but people very quickly form clicks in the Funhouse TV chat, and practically every time I look at it, you see the same dozen or so people essentially begging for attention. There's a sort of growing hive mind on the chat that old Funhouse was better Funhouse, and that's never a good thing. The other thing I've noticed is that a lot of people are more or less, are more or less seem burned out on Funhouse. There's a lot of people that have been watching the crew for five plus years now, and that's a long time, especially for a YouTube channel. What media do you consume at the same rate slash enjoyment that you did half a decade ago when it was fresh and new? Not much, I'd assume. And when it is something that it's, that's probably weekly or monthly thing, not a channel that pumps out 12 videos a week. And while I understand that Funhouse basically found its niche as Adam breaking games while Bruce and James riff in the background, I feel like they really need to change up the formula. Idiot Detective, the quintessential series, and the Sherlock series were great because it's generally someone else in the driver's seat and in the commentary positions. Final thoughts, while I understand that you guys are running a business and that your main goal is to make money, I think it's a bit ridiculous that you dump a series after one or two underperforming videos, especially when it's a game that has some real potential. I'm not saying you guys need to finish every game you start, but for a lot of these videos you guys are just setting it, settling into a groove by the end of the second video and the last, that's the last we ever see of it. There I mean, I think, I, I, I mean, the beginning of what you're saying about Funhouse TV, I, I think it's more of a, I don't think it's a cause, he made it seem, or he or she made it seem like it was a causation, like it was encouraging it. I don't know if that's true, because there's videos that pop up from last week on Funhouse TV, like. Yeah, it's everything. It's everything, so it's not just like, we're like, here's the old stuff, and I think it's the same as, you know, if you already know that you like this video from two years ago that we made, I don't think that you're gonna find something. Our comedy isn't so nuanced that I don't think you're gonna find something after two years and go, wait, I didn't find that funny. You're just gonna yeah. think about how funny it was the first time you saw it and how much you enjoyed watching it back with your friends yeah. and stuff like that. Cool. So I, mean, I guess I see how what you're saying, but I don't know that Funhouse TV is going to make that any worse than it would be with people having access to VODs anyway. Well, also look at your test case there. You've got, at max, probably 3,000 people, and at max, let's just say 500 to 1,000 people commenting. You're gonna let that represent an entire YouTube channel? Like, you're, I understand if you see the same comment 50 times, it's gonna stick in your head, but that's only 50 people. So it's, I, I could see it how it can definitely skew your perspective, because that happens to us all, a lot, um, where you just you see the same thing over and you're like, the world must believe this. And it's like, not necessarily. There's a lot of people with a lot of opinions and a lot of times they don't share it. So I, I could, don't, don't take all that at face value for what you see there. Yeah. Um, and also I'm trying to think about series that we've canned recently. I, I, I think, I don't There's know been a lot of one-shot videos that either did middling or not so good and we just decided not to do another but also, one. Oh, we don't, I don't know if there's ever been a time I was like, we are never doing this again. <laughs> like, that, yeah. I don't think I've ever said that. Well, like, like Sherlock is probably the closest one. You know what's coming up. But, but even that, you <laughs> you were just like, yeah. you were just like, let's let it breathe. Let's yeah. not make create an urgency over burning through <laughs> Sherlock, right? Like, be you never next year. You never said Sherlock is done. Sorry, because it's Elise <laughs> who wants to play it, right? Like, He's crying. like, like, piss off, <laughs> get out of my office. It's, we're all in the same office, <laughs> and then it's like Sherlock isn't coming back. But it's more like, like. Didn't do great, so let's just wait until we really know that we want to play it again. It's called and then that way, yeah. and then that way, it's it will come back, and we will get through it over time. But we will never feel obligated to play because that sometimes happens with other videos. Um, also, as far as Ellie Noir goes, oh yeah, Ellie Noir. 
uh, a lot of people have asked for more L.A. Noir. Yeah. That we got fucked. It, there's an issue oh, where yeah. L.A. Noir deletes your save. So I was like, let's do L.A. Noir, and then I booted it up and it was gone. So. Because we've been busy, I haven't been able to sit down and play through all of the missions to get back to the point where we were, which is what I have to do. And now I'm also scared of it because if we just play another four missions and then it deletes my save again, I'm like, what the fuck? But it doesn't have cloud save. And sometimes Rockstar Network or whatever will just, just goodbye. Hmm. I try and I, I went online. I tried to get one that had the whole game unlocked. Didn't work. So... That's why Idiot Detective has taken so long. But that's something we want to keep doing. Yeah, that was we're not going to stop fun. that. It goes yeah. back to the table. What am I saying? Oh, yeah. We, there's always a, an urgency. And we're like, we need to get stuff done. And so when we run into hurdles like that, we go, what else can we do? Because yeah. uh-huh. like, like, it, James is going to it's going to take him however many extra hours to get this thing done. And go, can we achieve the same goal by playing? James, James will do the, we call it the Funhouse Lab thing, where we'll be like, Found some weird game. Do you want to play it? Like, sure. Does it work? It sure does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, in defense, in defense of the comment, though, sometimes I get excited because, like, a good, and, and then I'll be like, let's just do this today instead of going back and playing Alien Noir. But like, it would be like Judge Dread, right? right? Like, that I was like, really I was like, there's a Judge Dread game. Maybe we we'll play that today. And everyone's like, Judge Dread game, Judge Dread game. And then we like <laughs> ran out of our, like, <laughs> and we all went and did it. And that happens with a lot of stuff there's another video coming out where I was like I found something kind of earlier today maybe it'll make a good let's do it and then everyone runs and does it um, you know what happens a lot too is we record it forget about it mm-hmm. the video gets edited it takes a little while because like, like we're kind of ahead right now Dread just went up right it went up a few weeks ago okay okay it, w- it goes up and then we go oh yeah Dread was funny yeah that was good we should play that again sometime yeah. and then something else will happen or we go yeah let's play it so like we it's weird that we have to be like reminded to play stuff. We don't have yeah. immediate feedback on a lot of the stuff we do, which I guess is I don't know how we would fix that. But like, well, you'd be, you'd be did it day to day. It's basically like yeah. as the time when it finishes edit. That's the way we used to be actually. The time when it finishes edit is it'll air the next. But day. even the edit might happen two or three weeks after it's been recorded. Well, that's because we're so far ahead now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, but it's like the kind of thing where just because it would be unfair to the people that have to cut it yeah. for them to sit there and wait. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, gameplay's done, and then they start working on it. Like yeah. that's just inefficient. It's more makes more sense yeah. for them to kind of piecemeal all the stuff. So that, that's the thing too. Bruce just said we're ahead, but it's like uh, it's like using a wish. You know, you only have like three of them. We're ahead. I'm going out of town on Friday, and we're all going out of town to go film this thing. Then you're going out of town mm-hmm. for a thing, and then Lawrence is going out of town, and then eventually there's a wedding we're all going to, oh, right. where we're all going to be out like at different times. Are you going out? I, yeah, the th- I thought you said you were leaving. It's on just that. one day. Yeah. Okay. Either way, yeah. I'm just saying there's little bits where those are potential days we can't film stuff yeah. or get things that done that we want to get done, and then pretty soon, before you know it, we're going to be right up to day to day and go like, oh god, we got to get this shit well, done. Well, there's also going back to the bigger projects that may or may not yeah. be seen. We're like Bruce has been doing an amazing job, like holding this time, and slowly pushing it and pushing it. So that way, if someone calls and said like the big red phone rings and like, yes, we're doing this in two weeks, we're like, oh my god! Like if that happened and we didn't have this stuff, a safety net, then we would we would be boned and we'd be like a week without. But now we have it, so we have to kind of hold on to that and keep pushing that cart of content until it's time to start expending it. There's so many good videos that we've made. I can't wait for you to see yeah. them. I was just looking at the list today. I was like, holy shit, yeah, those are good videos. There's a few that I'm but waiting But the older on. ones are funnier. Yeah. Cried, I've cried laughing from <laughs> at least two again. videos that I can think of that I watched them last week. Yeah, they're real good. Guys, 
future's so bright. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gotta wear shades sometimes. <laughs> I like that song a lot. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Movement, who in addition to affordable uh, watches also sell affordable sunglasses. Uh, and they also change their styles as time goes on. So this was last summer's. This is new summer's. Bang. Bang. Bang is correct. Looking good. Bang for buck, more like Bruce. Uh, because you can get 15% off your entire movement order. But I'll get to that in a moment. So the thing that movement wants uh, you to know is that they are growing like crazy. Two million watches sold in 160 countries. They continue to revolutionize fashion on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. And on that note, we got a promo code for you guys. 15% off with free shipping and free returns. by going to movement.com slash dudesoup. Uh, again, it's simple watches, um, things that don't light up, blink during movies, just tells you the time. That's it. Provided that you know how to read an analog watch. Um, and even if you don't, looks great on your wrist. Uh, and you can confuse and confound all your friends by pretending to know what time it is. <laughs> and you get, again, 50% off uh, both watches, sunglasses, and other products by going to movement.com slash dudesoup. Once more, that's movement.com slash dudesoup for 15% off with free shipping and free returns. So... Thank you for the sponsorship movement. Thank you for the sunglasses. I'll be, uh, I won't be squinting this summer. Eyes open. Those are cool. Thank you, by the way. I actually think they're really cool. Yeah, I should wear them more. It's, uh, yeah. certain, certain things have become uh, annoying to wear. Glasses in general, because motorcycle now, so. Mm. They mm. fog up like crazy. Because, so. <laughs> you know, cool motorcycle. Yeah. You know, guys, right? We all know. You know my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Are you gonna get LASIK just so you can ride your motorcycle? Easier. No, I, okay. I can I can see okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like this router doesn't work. I better knock this wall down. Yeah. I need a new house. Uh, <laughs> I did that almost. I mean, my Wi-Fi wasn't so hot, so I had like run cords under the under the house. Whatever. Uh, here's the next comment. Uh, Universal should give the Dooku a second chance. Wait, what should you? What <laughs> Universal? Yeah. Oh, no. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well. This would be a third chance. They would. Oh, well, you're least. right. Yeah, Dracula you see, told you see Tom Cruise said that he was interested in. He would. He's not Reboot? opposed. To, no. Remummy? No, to the DC EU. Oh. <laughs> Wait. No. We get mummy. He can be Solomon Grundy. Wait, that's what. That's what Justice League was missing. Was a mummy. Tom. Wait. Or no. Dracula. Wait. Tom Cruise could be Batman. He could be Batman, except Ben Affleck the wants it back. Bat- he does. Really? He wants it back. A rumor is that he doesn't want to stop. What? I don't know, man. Ben, stop playing with my heart. Come I on, don't he know. said no. Oh, wait, can I go back actually to the, the comment that <laughs> sure. the one guy was saying about the um, old funhouse being better? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, most things that are older are considered better, yes. Um, That's a normal thing that yeah. you realize in life. Uh, um, like, I'll just say, actually, a good example with Ben Affleck. Uh, a lot of people, I remember when, uh, was it Batman for Superman came out, they're like, Pfft. Nolan's was so much better. And it was like, oh. Ill, and they were very right. Uh, <laughs> but then, just as it came out, like, you know, Batman vs. Superman wasn't so bad. Did oh, they say yeah. that? And now everyone, people. just great. Now <laughs> everyone <laughs> says Speed Racer's good now. I don't oh, know yeah. what the I fuck. Saw, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, that I, was just bullshit, man. I, was I saw that, that line since yeah. I saw that movie day one. And I saw it in theaters, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. I was yeah. the only one in the theater. I was like, I was misting up. I was like, oh, this movie's so great. <laughs> T- and they're always uh, like, that movie sucked dick. I'm like, t- all right, all right. Man, time, for taste, but. time is a fickle bitch. Yeah. And with just a sort of having having anything, having anything, the ability to age for a little bit, it's always gonna appear or look better, and you're gonna get nostalgic for it. Yeah. You can't get nostalgic on our new content. There might be something that reminds you of something, like a callback, like, oh man, remember when they and it's like we just made it, we just did a, a we call did a callback. 
that's a thing. So, because guess what's going to happen in three years if we're still around? You know, yeah. yeah. For still some round. I remember Google Trends was so much better when it was set. <laughs> Before they moved Before to the moon. Before they put it in space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too much. Um, I'm going to put this out here, okay? I'm more muscular now than I was. <laughs> that is absolutely true. So You don't think it's true, but it's super true. I mean, it's kind of definitive that it's better now So the best days, the best days of the present is what James yeah. is trying to say. I mean, the because best the days are days still to come, my oh, friend. Sorry, this sorry, bulk okay. is going to roll for another six I, I months. I apologize. Still to come. <laughs> as long as those weights yeah. keep going up. Yeah. But, uh, but also, I agree with that guy. Watching anything for five years will burn you out. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I, there's... There's like I'm burnt out on South Park, and I love no. that. I love that show, and I'm like I. And they take like a year and a half off. And they're too. and that's the thing is, and they're a thousand times funnier than I'll ever be. Mm. And I'm like I just can't watch the show anymore. It's not, it's not the show I fell in love with. And I do the thing. I'm I'm the, I'm the same fucking snobby way with The Simpsons. I'm like yeah. can't watch the new ones, man. It sucks. And they might be doing some good things, and I'm not watching it. But I'm I'll just watch seasons three through ten or whatever. And I'm Bart, like, boy, the episode was good. I, I still watch Simpsons sometimes. It's okay. I don't know. So like, I know exactly okay. where this guy's coming from. And kudos to you if you can sustain us and find us entertaining for more than a week at a time. I've watched seven seasons of Suits. I still like Suits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Even Mark McGuire can't hit wow. only home runs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on Royce. <laughs> Was. Probably yeah, is. is still oh, yeah. Well, now he's on HGH because he's trying to keep his yeah. dick big. Got to get up and get up in here. Here's the it's next life. one. Kind of kind of speaks to a, something that I see pop up occasionally. Uh, we just need more Don. Well, I'm joking, even though I wish we can see more Don. I absolutely love the channel, and I know you guys have a lot of guests but on dog. it, but I think every single DudeTube should have one or two different guests outside from the Funhouse office. A lot of fans know your guys' opinions on things, and it would be refreshing to have it like a show, sort of. Yeah. A uh, couple things. Um, actually, I think three three main points here. One is we don't... We can't tell people what to do. I guess we could, but if some... If we ask somebody to do something and like I'm not feeling it, that's where that stops. Uh, two, people are busy. So when Dude Soup comes around, it's a long time commitment. And those guys have jobs. And their job is not to sit in on Dude Soup. Uh, that's just kind of a, a nicety that I ask for if they have the time and the, the overhead to do it. And they very rarely do. Now, when it comes to booking people outside the office, that takes reprehensible amounts of time that I don't have. <laughs> and yeah, that would probably make the show better, but it would come at a cost of a million other things. No one um, wants to come yeah. on the show. No, I mean, no, I, I used to book. Yeah, that was my job on tech of the show. I, I was a full time job. I had to contact the person, send them the, the form, book their travel, book their hotel, do that stuff. And yeah, we could just limit ourselves to local LA talent or, you know, other YouTubers and stuff like that. But it's still, it's a, the, the amount of work you already put into the show that people do not see. Like you spend what all of Monday, putting a show together. I mean, it gets broken up by a lot of different things. But yeah, but I'm like. You know, there's a lot of stuff you don't see, and that would add an extra day. And I, I agree, more. dude. If it was Lawrence interviewing a guest, like that was the show, and it was good, cool. And then that's that's an hour we don't have to sit on a podcast where you hear our same tired opinions. Oh, yeah, no. Cool. That's an hour we can go create something new and different, or spend time on something else. That'd be awesome. Um, but I also enjoy doing this show, and it's great. Well, I'm just sorry. Well, doing so you, well. you almost, you always make a conscious effort to also to try and make it topical. Like, like yeah. if you wanted to, you could sit down and be like, "Here is what the next fifty weeks of Dude Super." Like, here I came up with the topics, and when you're doing that, it's way easier to book 
Oh, guess. Guess yeah, and true. talent, yeah. right? Because you're like, oh, this will come in line with this thing, so that it makes sense to have this person on or something like that. But be- when it's topical, you don't know what's going to happen next week, so then to find someone who has a relevant opinion on the matter is, like, tough. Oh, it's, I mean, not tough. It's it's a full-time job. So. Yeah. Or the, the worst thing is, and we've had this happen before, not here, like other productions, you bring someone in who's a guest, and you give them the, here's what we're talking about today, and they're like, I don't have much to say about that. And then they just go, <laughs> you're like, and they're like, "How you doing?" And you're like, "This is, this is fun." Okay, well, the lights are really bright. Oh, 59 like, minutes people, left, huh? <laughs> okay. People that come into Dude Super, like people we know, yeah, will yeah. talk about anything and do it really well. Like Freddie. Freddie's so good. Freddie's fantastic. He, yeah. And he's great. And like, I just want to hang out with that guy. You give him like a day's notice or whatever, he shows up and we'll talk for two hours. He's walking with knowledgeably. Yeah, uh, like, like. Even that was a trade, though, because Lisa was doing their podcast. Yeah. So she yeah. bartered that deal. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, he had to drive all the way across town. It's like, it's it's their time, too, and I have very little to offer in return because I can't pay for their appearance. Uh, we have free snacks. Yeah. But uh, and, we're and, not, then, and we're not a social draw. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah like, like H3H3, you can get Justin Royal and other people where it's like, people are like, whoa, H3H3, let's check them out. These guys are funny and cool. They see us like, who are these idiots? Like, basically. Dumb. <laughs> I, was, I was tripping over the six different insults I could say. If you're on the show, there's a slight chance that moderator might make a gif out of you, and it might end up on our all. Maybe. Thank you, moderator. That's it. That's yeah. all we got to offer yeah, you. So what do you think, Oof. email? So the, like, <laughs> oh, dear God. So to be clear, like, those are all great ideas, uh, but there are, there, are logistical, there are logistical gates to making any of them happen. And, and believe me, I've, I've thought about them. I've, ex- I've run through a lot of different ways that I could improve the show, either with the people on it or the content of it. Um, and, and where I'm at now is basically the best balancing I can find between all those things. Because I can't hand people homework. I mean, I could, but I can't make them do it. Yeah, so if, if it, I can't, uh, and, and there was another comment actually. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, we need to swap around hosts of particular shows. People like to call it the, the couple of weeks that Elise hosted in my absence, which she did a phenomenal job. Uh, yeah, why do you, I really why enjoyed why you stop her too. from doing the show. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Stop it, stopping Elise. It implies that Elise is waiting to host the show and I'm stopping her or that she's coming up with awesome ideas and I slap them out of her hand and tell her to leave my office. <laughs> um, neither of those things happen because she's busy with other stuff too. She's probably the most busy I see working on these bigger projects. Yeah. She's gone right now yes, working because on of this project. project. So, uh, Look, we all... Let's, it's a little stepdad syndrome, I think. You get to spend the weekend with your cool dad who's got a Ferrari and buys you ice cream. Sure. But then he gives you back to me so, yeah, every week's going to be old boring. Old day, old day. <laughs> so I've been making segments yeah. and shit. I make Bruce Reed stuff. Come on now. That's true. I like that segment. Yeah. Yeah. Drink your beer. Bring back Elise. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Elise. Yeah, you, you're all so happy when Elise came on. You all have to understand that she's going to be the first one to leave here. To get creative, yeah. to get some big creative projects. I hope she brings me like I brought her. <laughs> Don't be surprised when like Elise goes on SNL or whatever, and we're all like, "Good job, good." And people are like, Boom. "See, she was the most talented." It's like, "Yes, we knew that." <laughs> we called every time. Yeah, my, I don't my understand own, why she's still here. My own brother said this to me, and like even like I know Jack and people always go, "Hey, you know, Elise is the best part of fun." I was like, "Yeah, no yeah, fucking we shit," because <laughs> we, we work with her. And actually, if anyone says that it's anyone but Elise, I argue with them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That happens in, in real that happens in real life more often we, than I probably we, should. We get it. You're like, you're my favorite. I'm like, you're stupid. Why would you ever say that? I work with all these I'm an here. idiot. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so this next one is interesting because I think it'll, it'll allow us to speak on uh, some of maybe the more confusing and obfuscated parts about our relationship with Rooster Teeth. 
this comment is, I am not sure to what extent you guys get creative liberty, but Rooster Teeth turns out new scripted and non-scripted shows every week. Do you guys have, have any plans or permission or whatever you call it for scripted series? I love Sex Wing, even if it didn't have that many views. To be honest, I think James is really funny, but due to the day-to-day -day videos you guys have put up, he or anyone really don't get the time to actually sit down and write a decent script, I think the channel might benefit from it. Mm. Also, Lawrence, uh, to Lawrence, you seem like an insightful guy. I think I would even watch a docu-series about Hardnet and where you get to interview these creators and their lives. It might not be strictly funny, but it would definitely be interesting. Uh, interesting, probably. I don't think a lot of people would watch it. Um, They'd be wearing your skin so fast. I know. And I'd, I'd be happy to let them have it. Uh. Uh, so, yeah, as, as far as our relationship with Rooster Teeth, that's mostly a, I think it's a scope question. Uh, we, and I think it's mostly due to Bruce and Adam's, like, uh, uh, permissive oversight, that whole, like, saying yes to, to, to requests, we can do pretty much anything we want with what we have in this building and maybe $200 of props from Amazon. Um, and that's mostly what you're seeing. Um, so we can do that whenever we want. We knock it out, we edit it, that's it. But if it requires uh, costuming and sets and scripts and makeup and... Um, props and all of this stuff. Or any other location. Yeah, or any <laughs> other. Uh, Rooster Teeth has those resources, but to, to get a chunk of it requires so much more effort, conversations, oversight, mm -hmm. back and forth, notes, meetings, phone calls. And uh, yeah, that's uh, to drive it all back, that's what we've been going through most yeah. of the first half of this year. You have to justify it just like you would any other project or if you went to a network and you said, I have an idea for a television show, you'd have to justify it in some way, and then ultimately they would have to look at it and say, this is something we want, or this isn't something we want. And so, you know, I would say we're actually very lucky because we have an audience like we have. So, you know, I think there are people at Rooster Teeth with some amazing ideas that don't even get to get in line for that because they don't have an intrinsic brand value to the content that they're bringing to the table. But, uh, but yeah, we we that's part of the bigger projects of like trying to figure out what we can justify making using greater resources to see what happens when it does, you know. And it also is all kind of hitting at the same time because a lot of the stuff we were working on late last year, early this year, and now there's like four huge projects that are like piling up and we're like, when are we going to do all this? You know, mm -hmm. and then and then things roll around like Drunk E3 where we're like. Well, this is sort of our, you know, what do you call it? our mecca? <laughs> yeah, this, this the is the biggest point of our year. Yeah, that? like this is this is our our yearly like celebration of like gaming and getting drunk and like oh, this is a fun thing we do, and this is happening like almost right in the middle of like bigger things that we're doing. So it's a little stressful right now, and then it it's a little disheartening when you see people being like, "You guys aren't even trying," and I'm like, "I'm so fucking tired." <laughs> well, <laughs> you, trying really you can hard. still empathize though, right? Like they they don't see it. They don't see it, right? and they yeah, don't yeah, hear yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I get it. I can, yeah. I can understand. And uh, I, and also, I think there's an aspect of we've always been like since Inside Game, we've been very transparent. And anytime we go anywhere, or like like when we were we were like, we want to be transparent. Like, okay, this deal's coming through. Yeah, but we want to be transparent. We were like communicating with our audience and doing that stuff like that. There are certain things where you can't just be transparent. You can't just say, hey guys, just so you know, we just pitched this thing and it hasn't been approved yet. Because <laughs> then that, that muddies the waters, it influences things. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of bad taste. 
not okay to do. It invites um, negative attention on people. Yeah. So it's like, we pitched this thing, and then a year later it hasn't happened. Yeah. Those people that, that thing? Yeah, the people that were looking forward to it might yeah. then shout at someone it's, else, yeah. and that's not fair. It's one of 10,000 things that didn't actually get made or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so there's a certain aspect of that, and it is frustrating for us. I know that we have conversations in the room where we're like, God, oh, it'd be so resolved if we could just say this, say explain it, but mm -hmm. we can't because it's just, it's, it's a faux pas. Um, and so I understand there's a, there's a, I'm used to this kind of level of access, mm -hmm. but I, now I feel like I'm in this level of access. Do, you know? do you ever feel like the transparency has worked against us? Oh yeah, I mean like the, there are lots of times where it usually will, like so actually a really good example is when the For Hims thing, I was, people were like, well you're marketing drugs to kids, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Our demographic is this, and I gave them stats, they asked more questions. I gave them more stats, they asked more questions. And basically just kind of ended up going down a rabbit hole of, originally they just, they wanted to say, you're marketing drugs to kids. And so I gave them like statistics that were against that, that were against their original thesis. Um, and they didn't, they just didn't like that. That was, a, and so like, if they wanted to believe that we were marketing drugs to kids, that's what they wanted to believe. I, I okay. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to be transparent and tell them, no, 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 our YouTube audience is actually this. They're not kids. Yeah. They're over 18 for the most part. Sometimes it helps just to be silent. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing is that a lot of people, um, some of the comments I read on that thread mm -hmm. were like, you know what, you should just not comment. And I've heard the exact opposite a lot of other times, which is like, make sure you interact with your audience. Make mm -hmm. sure you're, you're transparent. That's one of the things that I love, me personally, love doing being transparent with the audience so that they know what's going on, yeah. so that if you if you ask us a question, we'll actually answer it. If you're like, why did you do it this way? We'll tell you why. Um, but the more that I do it, and the more I go, like, kind of go down rabbit holes with people, the more I'm like, I, was it even worth it? You know, like, did I, did I change a mind? I, I don't know, I'm not sure. Hmm. All right, I got a couple more comments for you guys. Um, here we go, okay, so Dark Tomorrow, you're at, Keep saying the names. Whatever, it's a very constructive and insightful comment. Um, because it's it's one of the things we we struggle with, honestly, a lot when it comes to content production and how we make things and the way we, we broadcast them. Uh, had some really good points about playlists, how we, how we cultivate, which is basically to say we don't, um, on the YouTube uh, channel. Uh, one of the interesting things was uh, this writer singled out how we can be pulled in between promoting the Rooster Teeth service and the Rooster Teeth network and also growing a platform on YouTube as a content pro uh, providing network itself. Uh, so they write, this is one thing I'm really interested in knowing about. Creating better content on YouTube generates money and more subscribers, which leads to more potential first memberships bought while creating better content that's first exclusive. Encourage, wait, this is a bit of a run on sentence. Encourages people to actually buy into it, increases retention. Question is, how do you balance it? In most subscription-based systems, those who pay more get better stuff. However, putting all of your better stuff on first exclusivity would tank your viewership on YouTube because objectively your most popular videos are the non-competitive commentary videos like Demo Disc and Wheelhouse. It really seems to me like you guys, and presumably all the branches of Roost Teeth like Sugar Pine 7 or Achievement Hunter, are in this weird spot where you've got to decide whether or not the thing you've created would be good as a first series or something to put out on YouTube to keep healthy and growing viewership. So it's got so long, things creating this thread, Lawrence, da 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 da, da. But yeah, it's, um, uh, it goes on for uh, appreciation and uh, compliments, which is what this show is not about. Uh, but yes, down. <laughs> you're right. There, of the of the many weird, like the the aforementioned thing about being on a really really like nitty gritty business metrics call and then jumping onto a gameplay where suddenly you have to be creative and lighthearted and fun. Another very challenging thing is on a high level of of our business. 
we're asked to to split our attentions between growing and cultivating a YouTube audience, which is monetized through things like this podcast, and then also driving people to Rooster Teeth first for the cloudy uh, value proposition that was also mentioned in a previous comment of you get to see stuff early, some content is available on first, some of it's early on first. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's tough. And clearly, I don't think we've figured out quite how to divide those attentions properly or message that to you guys, the audience, about where to access us best or for what you want, where to find it, I think. So uh, in Rooster Teeth's credit, I think it's largely left up to us about where we make those decisions. So yeah, maybe we just need to really figure out what that decision should be. It's a con I mean, it's a constant question. We're still yeah. battling with it today. I mean, mm -hmm. like it's every, every single day there's a new challenge that we're like, how do we do that? Like how mm -hmm. do we split the audience or how, we, how do we, I guess right now the answer's been create some new shows uh, that we like, like Board as Hell is a good example or Esports Ejects. Those are brand new shows that you couldn't see on YouTube before that uh, we had sort of decided we'll make that as a first exclusive show um, and hopefully our audience will like it. Uh, and that's that's sort of what we've ended up doing. But like like you said, the demo discs in the wheelhouse. Like we haven't hit some massive, uh, you know, um, I guess franchise that would be perfect for uh, first membership only. Mm. Um, that's that all. That's tough. <laughs> that's hard to do. We're still trying to figure it out. I guess the the goal too. I guess look at it this way. Um, every time YouTube has some giant snafu, the every comment, every reaction is, we need a YouTube alternative. And Rooster is one of the few pl places that has built a arc, so to speak, where it is a backup of all our content. So like stuff where, can't name names, but like where shit's getting privated, you know, on channels we used to work on, like that stuff potentially wouldn't happen because we're in more control of the situation uh, and things could be, you know, modified there. But like, it's nice having this life preserver, this like backup if the shit truly hits the fan. Um, but as of right now, YouTube is still a revenue driver, not what it used to be. Uh, it still feels like it's getting stabbed a little bit every year and like it's bleeding a little bit more. Um, so it's like, it's, I think it's up to Rooster Teeth and us um, to create an experience that is as good, if not better than YouTube so that it doesn't feel alien watching your content there. Um, because I, I think at the end of the day, if we only have, you know, a few hundred thousand people supporting us, we'll be okay. You know, you don't you don't need millions of people supporting you in the ocean that is, you know, YouTube versus Rooster Teeth, where it's like no, because you guys are paying into the thing rather than doing Patreon, which I don't think anyone here wants to do. It's like no, you pay into the site and we we treat it like a fan club, and that's the place to do it. So I don't know. It's right now it's a safe haven but I don't think we're quite dependent on it yet, and it's just on us to make it better. Well said. Uh, hopefully that, sorry, this is a segue. Uh, I wanna, wanna preface this. Hopefully that long reply didn't put you to sleep. Uh, Casper Mattress, sorry. I uh, didn't wanna make it sound like you were being boring or anything. I am. Um, Casper Mattresses are wonderful. As someone who's been sleeping on one for the past three years can attest, it still has the same squish and support that it did when I first slept on it. Typically mattresses, like, they get the little divot. Um, you start to feel your like hips sink in a little more. Nah, this one's still holding its shape. I actually, uh, my box spring broke, um, or rather I discovered that it had broken when I moved. So I ordered a new box spring from Casper. It showed up in a nice little thin um, cardboard box and packed it, rolled it out. It's this cool little thing, like most box springs are these giant boxy things. This had just a frame and then this like cloth 
rollout thing with uh, little wooden slats that just rolled on top of it. Hmm. And then that's the support. Wow. Yeah, it was super cool. Uh, it every every experience I've had through Casper reminds me that like technology gets better. It's one of those things that's easy to forget. You just use the same webcam for a million years, and then there's a better one that turns out they were working on it the whole time. That's new sleep tech. It's out there. You got to get in it. Casper uh, says uh, that since we spend a third of our lives on a mattress, if you're lucky, right? We don't get that much sleep. It's important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. That's why Casper gives you a hundred nights to try it out. So if if anywhere in a hundred night time span you find that you don't like your mattress, you can ship it on back, and they'll give you a refund. They say the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature. I can also attest to that. I always have my radiator leg popping out so I can vent air. That was always with an old mattress. New one, it just feels comfy. I can get under the blankets, really cocoon up. Uh, and Memorial Day is coming up. Actually, is happening a few days ago when this airs. Live uh, is a different thing. No, no, Next. It's still in the future. Oops. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it is. I'm sorry. What year is it? Yeah. Time gets time's a flat circle. Uh, they have a Memorial Day sale offer. You can get 10% uh, off your order with any mattress purchase. Um, terms and conditions apply, but that's at casper.com slash savings for 10% off. Uh, special offer expires May 29th, 2018. Again, 10% off towards any mattress at casper.com slash savings. Uh, check the website for terms and conditions. Uh, make sure you don't run afoul of those. And that expires on May 29th. So thank you, Casper. Uh, I fully recommend it. Ten percent off, not a bad deal. So thanks for the thanks for the sponsorship, Casper. Yep, I'm a hero for sleeping. It's true. All right. So here's the here's the final comment that I wanted to kind of conclude on, because I think it it's remarkably self-aware. Um, which is not to say that the audience needs to understand our position. I think we can you know benefit from learning from each other. But there's just so much. Uh, I, I guess personally, I'm routinely amazed at how each individual person can be so smart about the ecosystem that they're in and the lives they're in and stuff like that. All right, so uh, here's, uh, here's the comment here. Here's my popular opinion. We, the fans, think we know what makes Funhouse special. Funhouse thinks they know it too. So does Google and YouTube Analytics. But I don't think anyone actually does. Uh, based on the success of Funhouse uh, videos on a simple factor, how engaged am I? Am I watching the video and enjoying it, or is it running in the background? Sometimes I will watch an entire video without looking at it. I don't know if YouTube can tell. And I've realized I can't tell why I love certain videos like Back in 1995 or Club Naughty, and I don't care about others. Some videos seem interesting at first, and after a few minutes I just feel like I'm I just feel like watching something else. I have no idea what it is. Then you look at this subreddit, and people here base the success of Funhouse on their opinion of quality of the videos and the opinions on this subreddit. But this is the Funhouse subreddit, so it's hardly objective. And then suddenly you get info from Funhouse themselves based on analytics, and Bruce might share that some videos everyone here likes aren't doing well, while other videos that many people here hate, cough, GTA, cough, are doing fine. So now everyone's confused, because if Funhouse did what the subreddit wants, the channel would lose viewers. But if Funhouse did what the viewers wanted, they would lose fans. And if they did what they wanted, who the fuck knows what would happen? The subreddit might get angry, viewers might leave, or it could be a huge success, or not, who knows? So I'm just gonna say this. I like it when they do stuff that's obviously fun for them, and I think Funhouse shouldn't try to cater to its fan base as much because we are finicky and fickle fuckers. But I also think they should earn a decent wage, and they should be a lot more famous than they are, simply because I think they are wonderfully smart and funny people. And if that means changing a little bit to grow faster, do it. In the end, Funhouse needs to do what's best for them the same way that I do what's best for me, even if my sister or some stranger on the internet doesn't like it. 
But well, sister, sister coming at the end. Well, weird. I know. <laughs> Sheds a little light on who it was. <clears throat> but yes, uh, Bruce, you used to remark on something Joel said that like programming was half art, half science. Oh yeah, Joel, and and Joel's absolutely right about that. Like hundred percent. He's wrong a lot of, about a lot of things. <laughs> it's true, yeah. but uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it, it was it like programming meaning what videos <laughs> we're gonna do when they go up. Uh, like who we're marketing into, et cetera, et cetera. That's what programming a channel or programming a network is. And that's kind of what like, I end up doing a lot of the time at uh, my job. And Joel used to do it before that. Uh, and I learned a lot from Joel. And he always said it's half art, half science. Because some of it was just feeling. I remember Joel would say like, well, we know these videos don't do well, but they add texture to the channel. Um, which I always liked that because there, there were things like, uh, Funhouse Shorts are a good example. Um, those videos never did very well for the time, for the amount of time that we put into them, but they are things that we like to do. Um, and they added texture. Like it was like a, you saw a gameplay, 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 game, podcast, gameplay, game, game, Funhouse short. And so that would kind of throw people off, the fans of Funhouse, and be like, oh, that looks like something new. And they go check it out and be like, hmm, oh, I guess they can kind of branch out and do something different. Um, I think that there's that half art, which is listening to your heart. Uh, and then there's the science of it, which is a lot of, again, that's a lot of what I'm doing too, which is I'm looking at numbers. I'm looking at like, how many viewers, how many views does this video have? How engaged were they? Uh, what was their audience retention? What's their demographic? Like, did they go to roosterteeth.com? Like all those other things that I look at constantly. Um, that's the science part of it. And that's the data-driven part of it. And we're both, we do both. Um, and boy, is it a hard thing to do. Man, oh man, oh man. It seems like it doesn't get any easier. That's what's weird to me is that I feel like I some days it's really easy, and other days I'm just like, why is this so hard? If anything, it got harder because YouTube, <clears throat> YouTube has been twisting all the knobs behind the scenes, and they, they don't tell been. us anything. Yeah, they mm. So it's we'll get a fix on you'll get a feeling for it. You feel like the beats running through the fucking wires of YouTube, and then suddenly the heartbeat stops, and you got to go find it again. So you're just like you're feeling all over this corpse trying to figure out where the heart's beating again. It uh, <laughs> it's um. It's, ex it's exciting, is I guess the best way to put it. It is. I, I find it really exciting. Yeah. 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 But you have to manage that along. So that's only the 50%. Then there's also the, well, I'll do what YouTube wants me to do. Do I even want to do that? Like, or, I don't know. Is there YouTube, some middle ground? We should be live streaming Fortnite all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. And well, therefore, YouTube doesn't want me to be on this planet but, anymore. But according, but according to YouTube, the what they put out there in terms of like because we've been YouTube certified, right? Yeah. The message they send there Gosh. is like, if you love pickles, by God, other people that love pickles will find you yeah. too. Yeah. Speak about pickles, you know. And it's like that's not true, you know. Like, yeah. it's true in a in a weird way. I love that YouTube has engineered system. It's kind of like Steam in this regard. It is. It is the black mirror of the human existence. So if titties on a thumbnail and some dude vomiting on titties is the video, and that's what everyone's watching, that's gonna get recommended to everybody because clearly the human race has demonstrated that's what they wanna see. Yeah. And that's when it gets in that, do I wanna do that territory if Jake Paul yelling at a, at a corpse? Yeah. That was Logan. Don't bring, <laughs> don't bring sweet sweet angel no, Jake into right. this. <laughs> Jake has Isn't done nothing he also wrong. a monster? No, he just got a tattoo of a gun on him. He's right? kind of a monster. Logan no, Paul, Logan come Paul's on. a real monster. Sorry, okay. sorry guys. Know. Sorry, Paul brothers. It's just yeah. uh, people are people who are willing to to those who dare make that kind of content, and they find the new earworm, the opiate of the masses. Uh, and we have to decide how much, like how much heroin we want to drip into our content that is otherwise like normal, clean water. It, 
It's when I see stuff like that, man, I'm always like, could I go back to school? Could I be a veterinarian? Could I do something <laughs> that doesn't require being in this ecosystem? Because every time I look at the metric of success, I like, I'm like, I want to quit. I want to stop doing this. Because I, I legitimately enjoy my job, but I hate being measured up against things that I can't stand. And like things that I'm like just against. And like people out with their phones vlogging bothers me. And I, I don't want us to become that. I always want to keep doing what we're doing. And it just sucks that a majority of our content is on this platform that I despise. <laughs> and it, it's only, I, I only, des so. I only despise it because it is a reflection of the human race mm. because everyone is on it. And I think it's a big reason why I don't really like Reddit anymore. It's why I don't really like Twitter. It's because everyone's on it. It's a, it's a big reason why I left Facebook a long time ago. It's because I'm constantly being surrounded by humans <laughs> and there's a lot of them and there's a lot of opinions and there's a lot of hive mind mentality. And, and a lot of those people are telling me on how I should do my job. And I'm like, maybe an old woman with a dying uh, dog can tell me how to do my job, and I might be a little happier or sad, or at least at least the volume won't be there. <laughs> you know, I don't know. So, well, to that point, that's what makes working for Rooster Teeth, in that dividing our our production attentions between two networks can be taxing. It's also wonderfully comforting, in that Rooster Teeth has found a group of people that agree with our sensibilities and agree to it to the tune that they're willing to pay for first memberships and things like that. So kind of what you were saying is we don't have to make everyone in the world like us. We just have to find people like us to like us, yeah. provided they buy first memberships. Yeah, uh, yeah that's the idea. Uh, and with, it does kind of empower us to not play that game. Yeah, but I mean with that too, and I see this uh, comment often as people say, you know, oh, Funhouse gets defensive whenever they're challenged or anything like that. I always welcome constructive criticism. When someone says, boring, moving on, then it's like, You've offered me nothing. Yeah, doesn't Why help. was it boring? Did you find it boring? What did you watch before this? What what do you find better? And if you go, be more like PewDiePie, then I'm like, well, I will never do that, but yeah. I know where you stand, so thank you. Um, that's fine. And I don't know, it's just, I, I always, like I said, I always welcome constructive criticism. I want to hear it. I want people, like, this has actually been very helpful. <laughs> it's good to hear people say this when they can actually vocalize and express and articulate their thoughts and feelings. Well, I just wanted to add one little note, which was that, like, obviously, Lawrence was the one who posted the thread. So, yeah. you People know... People were on their best behavior. It wasn't... It, so it's obviously like, oh, I know someone's going to see this... The Rooster thread was not ...kind of thing. Yeah. But, my God, how wonderful everyone was in that thread, like, compared to... Oh, the Rooster Teeth The thread. Rooster Teeth thread. Like... The, I just I'm very grateful for our community and I know there's overlap obviously but you know whatever everyone is doing to facilitate facilitate the type of people and how they communicate on our subreddit it's like I'm really happy about that yeah um, and I got it to the mods by the way I was I, you guys yeah. do a lot we, of very thankless and very good work we yeah we do not give them enough credit no seriously <laughs> Katie Bacon and friends yeah. everyone on that mod sidebar you guys are Heroes, seriously, for the amount of shit you see, because like when, whenever I see any of those threads where they're like, and I, I, I imagine there's no malice when someone goes like, "What's your unpopular opinion about a thing?" Look, everyone here is reading that, everyone sees that, and that shit gives me anxiety and it keeps me up at night. But I read it because I'm like, "Well, I care about my job," and also there's some ego in there where it's like, "I'm going to read about me." All right, and then. Some guys like it probably won't be bad. Oh, yeah. it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then shame on us for acknowledging those people who are you know ultimately negative and engaging with those people or trying to be snarky with them when we should be 
encouraging the people who are doing the positives. If I know James does well, it a lot. There's there's an there's an opportunity to just reevaluate, like reset the the barometer or whatever for yourself. You know, it's a calibration. So I I probably shouldn't read most of the stuff that I do, but I do read it and I try and take it as a recalibration because everyone thinks their worldview is the only worldview, but it's really not. And so, well, there's an there's an interesting, uh, well, actually, a good good example right now is the Yanni Laurel thing, uh-huh. and like the blue, oh, yeah. the blue blue and gold dress. Um, it's it was funny. I was listening to people on the radio talk about it today, and they were like, "No, it's Laurel. No, it's Yanni." And like they were getting upset at each other. Yeah, which and is so I'm sure weird. it was for the radio, but at the same so, time, so, what the scub anti scub comic to me that's it. Here, I'll pull it up. Well, I, I to me, that's everything about the internet. Well, Sorry. To, well, it's not the internet. It's just people. Yeah, you're because. Right. Basically, like internet is people. It's it's one of those things where you go like, and the more I listened to the Yanni Laurel thing, the more I heard both. Yeah, yeah. And I went, whoa, yeah. that's a cool analogy for humanity. It is because basically, everyone has their own perspective. But if you can see the other person's perspective, then I feel like you become a better human being just in general. Um, and I've been trying to do that just all the time on the subreddit or on YouTube comments or whatever. Is see your perspective, try and figure it out. Uh, and then go, but at the end of the day, we're still running the, our, our channel. Um, we're still running the Funhouse channel the best way we know how. Um, we are trying to listen to you, but at the same time, we're trying to run a business and trying to run a channel creatively the way we want. So there, of course, yes, we can all see each other's perspective, but at some point, we have to say, well, this is the way they're gonna make the show. This is the way they're, and that's, that's what happens with television shows and movies. And it's your right as an audience member to say, well, I'm not gonna watch that show. Yeah, it's absolutely. Utter, it's, yeah. it's, you know, no hard feelings. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, it's completely your right to do so. We're not encouraging that. We'd like for you to try and discover something that, oh, I didn't think I'd like this, but I actually did. But, you know, I, I know none of us are going to come to your apartment or home and say, why the fuck did you turn that off? <laughs> Put it back on. What a scub. He's pro scub. He's shit. anti scub. It's just nothing. Oh. <laughs> People are fighting over it. Yeah. They're yeah. scub. So, <laughs> whether you're pro-scub or anti-scub, <laughs> thank you for uh, listening to this podcast. Hopefully it was uh, constructive. Hopefully that, uh, hope, I apologize if you if you voiced an opinion in that thread and we didn't get around to addressing it. Either it was garbage in the first place or <laughs> clearly unimportant enough to fit into a 90-minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they said I shouldn't be censoring myself anymore, okay? Oh, they yeah. should, they so, did say that. Let him spread his wings and fly, Bruce. Exactly. I, I don't beers. remember that. Did they say that? They, I, I did. I saw that was comments. one of the ones I didn't read because oh, I saw some comments. They were like, "Let Lawrence be Lawrence." Oh, I was like, "Okay." We, we let that. him be the most Lawrence he can be. No, no, no. My life, my life has only gotten better as I've put the clamps on. So <laughs> oh. well, I got to ratchet it down. But yeah, thank you for listening. A uh, bit of an offbeat podcast this week, but I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, probably be back to somewhat normal stuff next week, uh, unless I get to a, in my own head about the feedback again. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, I guess we'll catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Right. Bye.